Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around and for the second week in a row we're going to Survivor Series, but I think probably the earliest WWF pay-per-view we've ever done. Survivor Series 1992. And you want to know the reason why? This man picked it. Terry Shrimp, how we doing? All right. Yeah, I'm fine. A bit shrimpish, but yeah, good. Thank you. For, for those at home wondering why you've just called him Terry Shrimp, um, the last thing, literally the last thing he said before we started recording was... Sometimes I put my feet on the coffee table and slide too far down to my city and look like a shrimp. All curled up. <laughs> and now, now when you look at it, that's all you can see. Terry it's shrimp. A, it's just a human shrimp. <laughs> oh, Terry it. shrimp. Terry shrimp. Terry fish. Terry. Terry. Terry, Terry seabed. Terry seabed. Yeah. Terry, Terry dukes. Did you just say? Terry dukes. Terry dukes. <laughs> No, I did not say that, but that's the thing now. <laughs> Terry Dews. Oh, Terry, Terry hope he picks good wrestling pay-per-views, because we've got Survivor Series 992. Joining me as well is Lou. Lou, how are we doing? <laughs> thanks. thanks, everyone. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, that's the last thing. Nah, I'm, right. I'm really going to sell that. Oh, <laughs> uh. Can we ban his... Um, Sound effect. I think so. You like one of them. You know like when you're a child. A, you at school oh, and yeah, you had the keyboard. It's nice, to, it's nice to be here. It's good to be. It's good to be here. <laughs> okay. That was just ridiculous. You know, you like you know when you're at school, and you had the keyboard, and you could press the DJ button, and then you had all the different sounds. That's I imagine true. that's that's exactly what you're doing right now for your stupid seltzer alarms and your that's stupid. Sort of, that's I don't know, know what is it? Seven up, seven up, gong or something. Hang on a minute, let's just get it right. Okay, it was a Diet Coke Bell. Diet Coke Bell. And a sprite, and a sprite trumpet. <laughs> you feel us next week, buddy? Oh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Black current, just just black current squawk or something. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no right. Just right. I just got a warm reception from the rest of the round heads. Right, don't be jealous. <laughs> you give it to yourself. It's alive. Where, where, are, where are these people then? Socially distanced. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that yeah, you're in your house and you're not allowed anybody else in your house. It's the socially distanced behind the camera, which is outside. Just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's not socially distanced. They're on the phone. 
you, you're ridiculous. Yes. You, yeah, the, I mean, they're wrestling around Thunderdome. <laughs> Thunderdome. <laughs> oh, God. It's two minutes in, and I'm already exasperated with you. <laughs> Welcome to the wrestling around Thunderdome. <laughs> Christ. Is that what's happening when they move out the Thunderdome? Are we moving in? Yeah. I imagine. I'm there already. You can never do. It looks pretty that's similar. A live, that's a live studio. No, this is a background. Is it? You can all take yeah, this, this is the set. Yeah. The set. Oh, just to make it look, is it oh, um, a mock up of your real actual home? <laughs> it's a mock up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not yeah. an invitation to uh, to go and beggle my actual house, as happened six times during the recording the last series. Subhuman scum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is the best Christmas episode of anything ever. Until the rest of our Christmas special. Until well, as we, as the time of recording, yes. Yeah. Closely followed by um, the Office. I think the Office is number one actually. The Office Christmas. Yeah, it's also I, the best ending to any series ever. Yeah, and it's great. Look great off. Because <laughs> oh, I can't watch it, so I've not watched it since. I'm that upset with it. I've not watched it since. Uh, I wonder how like Roland. Raw. Yeah. Oh. Will it ever end? Will it ever end? Nitro did. Yeah, well, did that end? Mick Flair wrestling in a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it just wasn't full. Right. So that's maybe what maybe that's what we've got, John Cena. No, I ended with. Shame of ending it going, the contract does say McMahon. Shame McMahon. McMahon. Yeah, that was worth it, wasn't it? How did it end <clears throat> with Buff Bagwell Booker T? With the, oh, the run-ins? They tried it again, didn't they? Uh, we'll, we'll do that episode, possibly. Maybe. Probably what? <laughs> yeah. It's so, the 20 the twenty anniversary of the demise of WCW next year, so get ready for some late... WCW in the early half of 2021. Warning you both now. Your favourite, your favourite time of wrestling. Let me just stick this pen in my eye. <laughs> you love WCW, Randy Hogan said. Yeah, that's true. So, Peter, before we get into wrestling, um, I'm pretty sure the crowd wants to know the live crowds. What's your favourite Christmas episode of all time? Favourite Christmas episode. Mm. I don't know. I've got a favourite Christmas film. Which favourite Christmas film? Why is it and why is it Love Actually? It's not Love Actually, but Love Actually is great. It is Jingle All The Way with Arnie in it. Because it's got Big Show in it as well. Big Show's the big Santa in uh, Jingle All The Way. The best Christmas film is uh, Die Hard, so... That's just a fact. Fact of life. Is it Santa with muscles that are starring Hulk Hogan? (laughs) Is it Big Show dressed up as Santa? What's the one where um, Goldberg's like a killer Santa? Oh, what's it called? <laughs> is this Christmas Slayer in it? Oh, San- no, Santa's Slayer, but he's Slayer's in Slayer. F-L-A-Y. Yeah. <laughs> Slaying him because he's Santa and he's mad at people. Did you get it? So you only got a favourite Christmas, Christmas, Christmas of everything. It's Survivor Series 1992. But yeah, I mean, it's up there. But it's Thanksgiving, though, isn't it? Not Christmas. It's a bit early. Um, Grunfield Men Christmas Special. <laughs> you on there? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Grumpy old man. I can't say I've ever seen it. It's what you never seen? About, grumpy old men. It's, it's literally a bunch season. of um, grumpy old men. Is that not um, Neil Morrissey and that, um, Martin Clunes? Oh, that's, that's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> right. Men behaving badly. 
sick. I imagine they've got a good Christmas special. Or clone dog. I'm not. Um, I don't think so. I think it was one. Yeah, I don't think it was one good episode of that, was it? I don't. Oh yeah, it's good. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, well, I don't know why you're pretending you don't love it. Because secretly, you know, off off camera, you've told me that Martin Clunes is your favourite actor of all time. Oh, Martin Clunes is the fucking worst. He's the doll Ziggler of Have I Got News For You. <laughs> what, why? That's just annoying, isn't he? Well, it's not what you were saying last week. <laughs> I think it's what I've always said to us. I've been pretty consistent with uh, Martin Clunes. <laughs> well, that's enough cloning around. God, imagine if we had an umbrella, we, the spin-off shows that we could yeah. have, the network. The, <laughs> right, yeah. One day. Yeah. One, one day. day. The round yeah. network. Would people subscribe to that at £10 a month? <laughs> like the WWE network, where it's the round network, and we just... Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I, don't know what we, I don't know what we'd have time. Martin Clunes in the round. And <laughs> what was it last week? Oh, so did anyone watch Being John Malkovich from last week, you know, as I recommended? No, but funny as you say it, it was on the other night. Was it? It's a good film. And it was halfway through when I have a point where I don't watch a film that's already started. Oh, you won't, you won't, I mean, you won't get it. Like, you need to, if you if you miss, like, the first 10 seconds of being John Malkovich, you, you won't get it. I can't turn the film off. But basically, they find a tunnel, and you go in the tunnel, and then you, you become John Malkovich. <laughs> and, then you, and then after a while, you just get deposited onto the New Jersey Turnpike. Right. It's got Cameron Diaz in it, in one yeah. of the first films. Yeah. yeah. There we go. And obviously, it's got John Malkovich in it. I would like to think. Imagine if it didn't. And it was and just Charlie like a machine, randomly. It was like a first person view, so it was just a camera, but there was pretending to be John Malkovich and he had no say in it whatsoever. Yeah, just this like <laughs> disapprove this movie. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. But you know, well yeah. you know, watch it for next time. Well, well if it, if I was good, I would have watched it's it. On, it's, on it's on Netflix. No excuse. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it now. I can't watch it now, I'm busy. No, we'll, we'll pause and two and a half hours later we'll come back and uh see you for yeah, let's do that. Oh my god, what a film. This is the greatest oh, great film. film. <laughs> I haven't actually gone and watched it. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually terrible, Lou. No way. You know, judge your judgment for everything else. Some recording trickery. Yeah. Shall we get on to wrestling? Survivor Series, 992. Terry Peters, this was your pick. Are you glad you picked it? Yeah, it wasn't bad, was it? It was alright. First one of the golden era that we've done, I think. Is this a golden era? This is a golden era. This is a golden era. Is that what it was called? I thought it was called it's the, the golden new era. era. It's the new era. This is the second pay per view without Hulk Hogan. Is it? I thought this was gold. I don't. Um, yeah, sorry, it's the new. Uh, the new yeah, generation new... or whatever it's called. Okay, here we go. The golden era is eighties to early nineties, and the new generation era is early to mid nineties. So it's in. That I would weird... say this is. This is. This is, this is definitely new generation because Hogan's not there. Right, okay. So it's new generation then. That's the, that's oh no, cool. apparently, according to Wikipedia, the golden era is 82 to 93. Oh, I suppose Randy Savage was still here. Yeah. So, there you go. It is the golden era. I was right. You two were wrong. This is a wrestling around first. Yeah, I disagree. That's, I disagree. Wikipedia, anyone can... You just edited that. You yeah. Just no, yeah. Just... Either way, it's it's the earliest one we've done. It's, the early, it's not the earliest we've done, because that was... WWE that we've done. WWF. Sorry, WWF. Well, this is Sorry. before all the Panthers. Before the Panthers. You know, there was a shot at Lloyds at London, and didn't they do something with um, WWF? They, they, were the, they were the insurers, on it. The insurers, now, right? Yeah, they insured all the wrestlers. Uh, Lou, um, are you glad Terry Peters picked this Survivor Series? In a way, yeah, because I wouldn't have picked it. 
Um, but it was it was all right. I'm taking that as a victory. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I thought I was going to hate it. I thought I was going to be really bad, and uh, I wasn't. So yeah, well done, Piers. Thank you. It was a little bit goofy as well, wasn't it? I mean, I've already picked all the shows until Christmas, but well done. Well done done for this one. It was a little bit goofy, wasn't it? Because they've got like all the characters (laughs) when they when they do stuff, and there's some goofy stuff going on. It's quite amusing. There was some absolute fucking dross on the show as well. Yeah, there was a bit. There was one match which Um, is terrible. Yeah, the main event. Um, oh, I'm loving that. Stay tuned, guys. Oh, God, let's just put each other in a headlock for half an hour. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did pick up on that. You don't want story! False stars from Meltzer. All right, more super kicks and tables, please. No, it was all right. It was, no, it, was, it, it was good. It reminded me of the time I watched every WrestleMania, which, when did I have the time to do that? Yeah, why did you? How the hell did you watch that? Because we went, didn't we? So I thought, yeah. well, I, well, no, to, I know why you I did need it, to understand the stories, don't I? Yeah. Gotta understand what's going on. By watching if anyone hears a wrestling. Yeah. To be fair though, it came in handy at a wrestling quiz. So it did. We smashed it. Primer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did we smash it or did we mark it incorrectly and no, then we're quite we glad that we finished we second? Correctly, based on what he was saying. Yeah, I think Primer is just a fucking terrible quiz. Yeah. Was that in the short period where he was retired? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. I- <laughs> I guess yeah, so. I'm, glad, I'm glad he's wrestling again. Have you not signed for WWE? Yeah, yeah. I know he might have done actually, yeah, but I don't know if he was wrestling. Yeah, he, kept, he kept whinging that he wanted in New York and everywhere else was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, good way to sell yourself. It's not whinging that that's that you're doing a pub quiz in the hole. <laughs> it's interesting that we picked these two Survivor Series because last week was the first ever Survivor Series to have no traditional match. This was the first Survivor Series to only have one. Yeah, it wasn't really, it wasn't really proper either, was it? No, it wasn't. It was a, it was a, it was a sham. Shenanigans, what it was. You might know this. What year did they go to five on five? I, so I, I was looking through like all the cards, and it just varied like all the time. It was like four and five, six on six, three on five at one point. Ten on ten when they did all the time. Yeah, they had some like three on three ones, yeah, as well. So it's five and four and four the most common. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't think they ever really. I think even in the first one, it kind of varied on the show. Oh, there we go then. Because I'm pretty sure the first one, first ever Survivor Series, didn't they? All, didn't all the winners or the last person surviving then do another match? I don't know. That sounds like a WCW thing. I'm pretty sure that was why it was called. Was that, not, was that not Battle Ball, where they had tag team matches and the winners went into a battle royal? What year was it? The first one? Do we know? Eighty-eight. Something like that. It was live from the Richmond Coliseum, where this one was from. And what was on the menu at the Richmond Coliseum? Ah, just dust. Well, 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 it's closed. Well, it's closed. Well, well, it's closed. Yeah. Jumping ahead. 1987, <laughs> Peter's. You was a year old. Hey. Not bad, is it? Yeah. Um, like normal services resumed. Peter's was wrong. Peter's was right about picking this event, though, so it's fine. Peter right. Yeah, Peter that, right. I, I might have just made that bit up. I don't know if they all. I don't think they did. I've uh, It happened on Battle on Battle Ball. Ah, was good though, wasn't it? There was only four matches on the first level. Uh, classic. Yeah, the 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 old pay per views are really short. I remember watching the mm. first one. It's only like two hours. Not even that, I think. Mm. But yeah, the first the first one, the first card, it was three five and five matches and one ten on ten. Yeah. Ten on ten, classic. Are they doing that? They're not doing that this year. I did a ten on ten. There's mm. no tag teams. No. Because no, you just, just randomly split them up and then put them into all the stupid tag teams. Like uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. 
Well, no, because that was a good story. No, you're thinking of the iconics, Yeah, the iconics, yeah. Ridiculous. A stupid decision. Ah. Oh, let's split up the New Day as well and then not put Big E in the bloody Survivor Series. <laughs> New Day are on SmackDown last night, aren't they? Right, that's enough about new stuff. Let's do the old stuff because I actually enjoyed this per view. So let's get into Survivor Series 1992. It was on the 25th of November at the Richfield Coliseum in the Richfield Township of Ohio. 18,000 people there. Is that the best name for a town we've had? Richfield Township? Yeah. If it is yeah. a Richfield, if the par and it's not a field, then I'm, I'm going to call shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> but is it like the old, maybe it's a Greenland, Iceland situation? But it's near, it's, isn't it near Cleveland? Are the Cleveland Cavaliers not play here? I don't know. She maybe. Did. Um, oh, they're Cleveland, Ohio, isn't it? That's the thing. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Um, like we said, this is the first uh, Survivor Series. I mean, there's only been five at this point that's not of all the traditional survivor series matches we don't have an opening video package we go straight to vince mcmahon and bob heenan they're on commentary team and vince and heenan run through the matches do we prefer this to a traditional well what we come to know later on as a video uh, package? i don't know because if you didn't know it'd be michael cole on it um it was basically a kickoff show wasn't it the thing is i don't yeah. understand would they have had the resources to maybe do a to do a video package as good as as good, I don't really know than yeah. doing this. I don't know if it has to be good, but they could have done a video package. I just think based on the the time of the promos, that if they did a video package, it would have been like two hours long. Yeah, it wouldn't have been very good. So I'm glad they didn't do it to be honest. And also, it yeah. looked good, didn't it? Like just because I think because the commentary position was like slightly above the crowd, it looked massive. Yeah, it did. Yeah. A sports event, right. I guess it's yeah. like boxing UFC do that, don't they? Not the, what, what did we make of old Vinnie Mac? This is the first one, I think, where it's him solely as the play-by-play commentator. And I'm Welcome, everyone! Classic. Is he the worst play-by-play commentator of all time? One, two, and no. <laughs> Classic. Ah, I thought he was all right. He gives it a real old school vibe. I don't get the hatred. It was a few times he said one, two, three, and it wasn't a three count. <laughs> one, two, and three. Oh, no. rubbish. We'll get to it. There's a match later on where he gets far too excited for no goddamn reason. <laughs> he gets excited about loads of little things. He goes, <laughs> God damn it, pal. I mean, the broom was excellent, as always. Yeah, the oh, broom was we, We've had a Vince one before, haven't we? Because I'm sure there was somebody who was absolutely living. He, there was... Um, was it, one of, was it one of the old summer slams? Yeah, but I think he was with JR, so he wasn't the main guy. Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. But yeah, he just absolutely loves it, don't he? Um, we've done some from like the 96s, haven't we? The, I think it's when the guy in the crowd was dressed as Paul Bearer. It's <laughs> 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 just like, ha, 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 loves it. But yeah, no, it I, I thought it was all right. I think it gives it a nice old school vibe. I mean, he was done. Gorilla Monsoon was around this time, I think he was better. But everyone hated Gorilla Monsoon at the time, so who knows? Uh, maybe Vince is like on the, the Mount Rushmore commentators in like ten years. I don't think so. I think oh, Vince. Yeah. Uh, gonna, no, it would be. It would be on it. This is a nice little segue. Are we doing play by play? Obviously, Jim. Yeah, yeah, play by play. So Jim Ross is there. Jim Ross. Um, I guess put Monsoon on there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've heard enough of his commentary. Right. Right. So controversial. You have to put Michael Cole on it. I don't mind. Michael Cole got to a point where he's clearly 
people telling Michael Cole what to say. The love of mankind, that. that. But the WDM NXT UK tournament, mm-hmm. it was really good. He's actually not that bad on a lot of attitude. Bit. Um, He's there for big moments, isn't he? Like, yeah. For his title. Oh, Beast it, and East, he was good at when we watched that. And surely the longevity, when the pressure's off and there's no one shouting a thousand things at him every ten minutes, he's actually quite a good commentator. Yeah, ain't bad. Yeah, and I, I would say I would say he's the best play-by-play of the current lot. I think he's better than Tom Phillips. I like Tom Phillips though. I was, I was glad Tom Phillips got back on Raw. Yeah, because Vic Joseph is terrible. I say he's all right. He just felt a bit indie. Vic <laughs> like, Joseph. Like, he's a real cartoon, isn't he? He'll get, he'll get there. Is, where is it? What's he on now? I, I don't know. Oh, NXT, yeah, no, he's on NXT. He's on NXT. Yeah, he's NXT and 205 Live, yeah. Um, Shivani, he's the fourth for me. So, who have you got? So, you've got Monsoon, Cole, JR. Carl and Shivani. See, I don't, well, I don't know. Actually, well, I, th- I think if you go in old school, it's like Gordon Soli, but I can't say I've heard him, so I can't pick him. Yeah, so I'm not picking on the people I've gone. But basically, it's the four I've listened to and not Mike Tanner. No offense. Like, yeah, Mike says I'd put um I think I'd probably sack off I've not heard of um Grill Monsoon, so I'm gonna put um Joey Styles in there. Uh, you know my feelings on Joey Styles from our old ECW. <laughs> I like Joey Styles. <laughs> yeah, it's alright. Put one match the card. I'll match the card. So Peters. I mean, I've not heard. In this, but I don't think we've been around longer than three enough commentators. <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling with this to be fair. Yeah, no, you, you have to put color commentators in really to make it difficult, yeah. Right, let's do let's do purely color then. Let, which is, which four color? Just Taz, Taz. Just one big massive thing of Taz. One big thing of Taz. Taz Monolith. Yeah. Um. So the the coach, right? Everyone. Yeah. I don't know. I'm having just Taz. Taz. I'm having, the, I'm having the brain because I, I think every people I've had. Yeah, the, the brain's great. Do you know what I'm not putting on? Tommy Dreamer for that one time he came on to the main event and didn't say anything. And then yeah. when I asked the question by Joey Styles, he went, I don't think it's fair for me to say, Joey. <laughs> I, just, I just want to watch the match. Paul <laughs> you couldn't have a backstage, Tommy. That was there, Tommy Dreamer. Oh, yeah. oh, Paul Heyman's a good shout. Piers. Paul Heyman. Heyman. Do you know what was country? He didn't do it for long enough. I really enjoyed Mick Foley. Yeah, I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, he didn't like um, Vince shouting his ear, did he? So he went to Tina. I'd put the king on, but not having it. Yeah. I just find it hilarious that Coach accidentally um, did a WrestleMania main event. <laughs> he was on, on SmackDown for like a month, and it just happened to be across WrestleMania, and it was Edge versus Undertaker. Yeah. I think what a great match that is. The commentators are Cole and uh, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Which goes to show uh, you don't need like great commentary, do you? <laughs> no, I just need to be the right place at the right time. But I think it's when it was like sensible coach, not like heel coach, which is great. Yeah, Sens- sensible coach. It's like ESPN coach. Yeah, but before he went to ESPN, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I wish he'd be back on commentary. Heel coach on commentary now would be great. That's what it needs. What do you think, Corey Graves? I don't mind Corey. I don't think he's as good as everybody thinks he is. I think he's better when. It's just him and Cole, and he's, it's not shut up, Saxton, every two minutes. Yeah, yeah booty Saxton's just not. And the sometimes one I think he just says the opposite to what everybody else says, just to fact to say the opposite. That's what's that's what he's there for. No, but sometimes it's just flat out ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, actually, right now I've got it. Number one is Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Yeah. I, I, 
It's an hard one. Yeah. Speaking of hard ones, I'll let the king. No, I don't have put him on. It's too uncomfortable. I can't re-listen to him. It's too uncomfortable. Yeah, he's not the best. You, you're listening to him and you're like, oh, isn't... And then, now I'm aware of it. I listen to it more. And somebody was... Part of his, part of the... his time. Is it like when you re-listen to like Limp Bizkit and Eminem from like early 2000s? I've got no problem with Limp Bizkit, so it's fine. I don't think like, I could. And we, and, we, and we still should have gone and seen the movie. Yeah, yeah we, we should have right? gone. That. that was ridiculous. That was, that was, but, yeah. Oh, wait. But he... <laughs> really? we, had the, we had the opportunity to go see Limp Bizkit in Latvia. <laughs> I don't think we did have the opportunity. We didn't even have tickets. Yes, you, were like, you were like, oh, I'm not going. I don't want to go. So we didn't get tickets. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to go. We can't go now, can you? Well, so what's the willing go now? If I had the that could have been like the last, that could have been the last gig we ever went to. And knowing that I won't be able to do anything else for like a year later on, I still wouldn't go. Ah, oh, it would be great. What a one awards. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just think King's one of them. You, you know, when you think something's really good in your childhood, and then you watch it again. Bend it like Beckham, for instance. What? Really, one of my favorite films when I was a kid. I've watched it back since. It's okay. But it's not as brilliant as I remember it being. Wow. So the king is the bend it like Beckham commentators. Yeah. This is a weird turn. Which he'd arguably like one of these, so. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm trying to think of another film that I really loved that's not very good later on. The IT crowd is like that for me. The Power Rangers movie. Yeah. Early oh, right. IT crowd's good, though. That's a bit of a. Nah, it's very problematic when you watch it back. Very what? Very problematic when you watch it back. Is it because you know work in IT? No, it's because it's like just like racist and homophobic. That's the, that's the main reason. Right. Actually, I don't know if he is racist. It's definitely it's definitely transphobic. But then Graham Lennon turned out to be a massive transphobe and got banned off Twitter for it, didn't he? That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, yeah, it's one of them for me. King. Love to end on a, on a good note, though. And a, on a good note, um, I can't even. Well, so what am I saying? Taz, the brain. Um, I'm with a Chuck McFoley in there, and uh, oh, JBL. <laughs> the was like, first time around, he was alright, JBL, right? <laughs> or Booker T, but is Booker T going on there for his actual commentating, or just because I love the bio? Absolutely love Booker T. Chucky Ducky Crack Crack. That's all we need to know. I just love it with the fact where there was building up the bar as a tag team and he decided to sit on his own steam halfway through a match. Cesaro told me he do, he wants to get single titles. That's <laughs> <laughs> the story once. Who was it? Oh, it was, right, that was when they had like a series of like just really bad colour commentators on SmackDown, wasn't it? With David Otunga on there for a while as well. Otunga. Um... Well, Otunga had that story about Rikishi that it took him like four, four episodes to get out. Like, it was rubbish when he got it out. He's like, I talked to Rikishi on set. And then people kept cutting him off. And then when he actually said it, it was just that he was proud of his sons. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Otunga, he was geese crap. He's on the West. Striker. He was, he was annoying. He was better. Oh, no. Maybe I would have put Vampiro with my favourite cool commentators. Play my fucking music. Yeah, play off just for that. <laughs> Uh, I do love Vampiro. <laughs> right, that's enough for colour commentators. We've got Vince and Heenan here. Uh, the first match, we've got the Head Shrinkers against High Energy. So the Head Shrinkers is Fatu and Samu with Afe. Fatu is... Guys, can um, Samu is... Samu? Samuel? Yeah, it's called like um, Sweet Samu or something. One of those. <laughs> yeah. Sam- Didn't Samuel. have an entrance, did they? 
Samuel no. Jones Hannaway. That was weird. But we did get an entrance for High Energy, which is Coco Beware and Owen Hart. And yeah. is that the worst wrestling attire we've ever seen? How small did Coco Beware's head look as well? I didn't realise this was a thing. I remember... Yeah, he's going up against the head shrinkers, Peter, so maybe that's the, that magic. Well, true. The, <laughs> the Hasbro <laughs> action figure we had as a kid of Owen Hart was in his High Energy gear. How was it? Yeah. How great was their music, by the way? It, it was. It was strange, I thought. Um, yeah, weird. Right. That the it was very obvious time, wasn't it? Yeah, that weird. That the the didn't get uh, didn't get an entrance. That was strange. It was already yeah, that was weird. I think it was, they didn't really. Not everyone had entrances at this time, did they? No, like there were a few people who just kind of walked thing. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. It, it wasn't like it is now. True. It was getting there, I guess, wasn't it? Yeah. This match went seven minutes. I mean, it wasn't very good. So let's be honest. That's probably because the best wrestler of them all, Owen Hart, <laughs> was just was on, the side, in the ma- on the side for him. Barely in the match wearing genie pants. Um, but the head shrinkers do win after a splash from Fatsu, where he nearly takes out um, Samu. <laughs> can, can we also appreciate Afa hitting people with chicken wings? Um, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, that's still not the strangest bit of this match. Um, so after the win, we get the first brain scan. <laughs> oh, the brain scan was great. Bain and Gerald's attacking. He puts a pilgrim's hat on someone. Oh, great. You can see it's a pilgrim. You can see it on the hat. <laughs> great stuff. So the picture is, is basically, it's like it's like a, a football punditry where they draw lines on, on stuff, for those that don't know, and probably the brain drew various food items. It was very um, prevalent in NFL, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it. And for our English views, it, it, it's Gary Neville's machine that he draws a little circle on and across every now and again when looking at an offside. Andy Gray was the original, wasn't he? Yeah, Andy Gray was the original. Sure, I don't get with that. Just wait, it was sidetracking here again. We've done a lot of that so far. But why do they need to show me him doing it on the screen? You know, when they zoom out and then you can see the buttons that he's pressing. You don't so you need to. So you know it's him. Yeah, but we don't need to see that. We can just see watch the thoughts. screen. That's what the screen's for. Let's well, look at the screen with the arrows. Otherwise, it could be anyone, can it? it doesn't matter, does it? Does it matter? <laughs> yeah, you need to see him doing it. You need to prove that it's him. Yeah, but they don't match it in. No one ever complained. Oh, was you the one guy who complained? Because yeah. nobody watches match it in these days, do they? You got all the highlights on Sky Sports News. Not because it's, um, you know, an hour and a half of Danny Murphy, but... Yeah. And Jermaine Genius. Talk about vanilla. Christ. Um, Lou, anyhow, Hitchinkers vs High Energy. What do we make of this? Yeah, is this racist? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that was my first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's sort of a wrestling trope, and it? it's like the evil foreign heel. The, the refereeing was a bit terrible. Yeah. Which I feel was like the theme throughout this event again. It was big yeah. hell as well, wasn't it? Yeah. In a, in a bow tie. Yeah. They're yeah. all pretty, pretty classy, aren't they? There's a very young Mike Kyoto on there. Yeah, there was. But yeah, I don't know. The 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 head shrinkers gave me didn't didn't age well. I guess what they do with Roman Reigns now, where they put you know the 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 kind of showing the Samoan tribe is like now. It's not wild. Really. Yeah, it's like just a traditional Samoan tri- tribe in the modern age. Whereas this was like, well, this is what these guys used to be like, however long ago, thousands of years ago. Bit weird. Well, this is like the era when they had jobs and stuff like that, wasn't it? Oh, as we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. As we well, you will see, see. See that the uh, the dark match was uh, at the repo man. So 
Mm. Well, there you go then. That proves was, my point. It was genuinely in a story with Randy Savage where he stole his hat. I didn't steal it. He possessed it. Us. Oh well, it depends what you believe, doesn't it? If you ask Savage, he stole it. Uh, Savage pays taxes on it. So. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know. Big, oh. D- Big Dave gave this two and a quarter. Did he really? I would give it less. It was alright. It was good to see Rikishi fly like that, wasn't it? Yeah, but he nearly took out his partner. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't. No, that's what's important. <laughs> but he did. He was still doing it for the rock at this point. It was a it was a daft place for Sammy to stand really, wasn't it? Yeah. It didn't add anything. I guess it was to show that it was more impressive because he's, he's got that height. But yeah. Yeah, but when you clip it, as you're going on there. <laughs> got him, got him there yeah. Oh, imagine if you, imagine if you caught him completely, and just fell. <laughs> oh uh, dear. In a very different ending. Speaking of him. You know, the Anawaii family. I was watching um, the Usos, like, sort of greatest moments in WWE, and it showed the debut, and one of them, I can't remember which one, actually jumps up to the top and falls off. Oh, really? Yeah. I like, slips, and all the crowd realize. The Usos yeah. and Tamina came in and attacked somebody. Oh, I remember there were heels at the beginning, yeah. It was really strange. Yeah. Like, um, I can't remember who they attacked. But they attacked him. One of them jumps up on the... You know, was I, I, the, um, the Hart Dynasty? Yes, could have been. Could yeah, it was, because the Hart Dynasty won. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he jumped up and he felt... So it could happen to anyone. I just thought it was funny that you, you mentioned it. Could have, his uncle. Could have. Was it yeah. his dad? Is it his dad or his uncle? Rikishi's no, Rikishi's dad. He's the dad. So that, yeah, his dad could have uh, done the right mess from the top row, but one of them actually did. Was Samuel Roman's Reigns dad, or I just made that up completely? Uh, I don't think so. He had no. Samuel has one son, um, and it was he's in MLW. Oh no, he's, he's Roman Reigns had Seeker. Yeah, Seeker or Affa. And we'll get another member of the family later on in this pay per view as well, won't we? Yeah. Um. So. It's, there's, yeah, his father's Seeker, brother is Rosie, and his cousins are Yokozuna, Rikishi, Umanga, and a Tonga kid. Oh, you just spoiled who we're going to see later on in the family, aren't you? Well done. That could be one of four, can it? And you also, were... Peter, it's like, like this, the, the event happened 28 years ago. Well, I know, but people... People know the results. Well, we go through this every week, don't we? They might not. They might come you... here. No spoilers. And so Yokozuna Yoko comes up later on, who is their... Um... You're a prick. <laughs> He's really. He's Wait, is you all right? You. It's rash today. Is you in the bit? Is it because you're he's losing? He's, he's losing a full imagine. That's what's happening. No, okay, right now. Good sacks. Yeah. Right. Let's move on to um, possibly the saving grace of this full pay per view. Sean Mooney. Yeah, he's backstage. And he's interviewing hmm. nails. He's surrounded by towels, Russ. That's what we need to discuss. But right, the most important thing of that question, Lewis, are the towels dry or wet? I think some of them are It's not dry towel in a place. <laughs> yeah, but if you only saying some of them, oh, there's money pickers moments. I think it. Well, I, I think, right, if, if you look at the pay per view as a whole, every time it goes back to Sean Mooney, there's more towels around. Are they getting wet? I think, he's, I think he's collecting the towels, and at the end, just after the main event, while they're all coming backstage, he's going to come and get changed. He's just going to be there, put him in the bath. <laughs> no dry towel in the place. Yeah, someone, someone definitely should have got a beer for Mooney. How about a beer for Mooney? How about a salsa for Lou? So what for the salsa we got today? It's a long shot strawberry rhubarb. Was that what I had last week? Like it might have been. Yeah. Good stuff, long shot. So what you're saying is you finally drank all the seltzers and now you're repeating yourself. 
No, it's going to be case of this stuff. Oh, oh, sure. uh, you know, if, if Mike wants to send me some free stuff again, I'm not going to complain. So, Sean Money is interviewing Nails. Does Nails have the worst promo of all time? And is this a huge advert for scripted promos? Why Why does he salivate? <laughs> well, it turns out he was like this in real life, wasn't he? He's a bit of a weird man, wasn't he? He was a bit he was, of a fruitcake, wasn't he? Was he was the guy who um, got Vince McMahon's trial throughout, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so allegedly attacked Vince, didn't he? Yeah, he allegedly held up Vince um, for money (laughs) and then didn't get the money and then claimed um, Vince sexually assaulted him. Cool. (laughs) So he sued him. I was saying his boss man was was right to lock him up, really. (laughs) Yeah, guy's a monster. Get his menace off the streets. Uh, WWE counter did a counter claim and they both got dropped or settled or whatever. I think they got dropped. Um, And then he went on to WCW to be the prisoner. Yeah. So, same character. Well, yeah, because they don't give him a new clothes, did they? <laughs> yeah, to get out of there, didn't they? No, it's bit, it's, there's several logic outs for the, the, this, isn't it? So, he's like, right, I got incarcerated by this cop incorrectly in his mind. So, he's going to come out and come for revenge. And the best way of getting revenge is to get a job at the same place as the cop now works at. Even though Boss Man is still putting people away, but he's a wrestler now. So is it right? But then Nails is like, "Oh, should I get some wrestling attire? You know, really take this seriously?" He's like, "No, I'm just gonna, just gonna hop out in my prison overalls and hope for the best." <laughs> he's been around for a few weeks as well. Now it's not like I, I maybe understand his first appearance. Is well, that angry? Straight <laughs> <laughs> What's he been doing since? <laughs> yeah, lucky that the prison was like where they were. Um, he was released on the same the WWE guitar in there as well. When I really, yeah, that's I guess that's lucky. Um, yeah, um, both suits were dropped, so mm. who knows? But yeah, he appeared in um, Slambury as the prisoner, and he lost his team. Yeah. And he wasn't very good, was he? Um, he, wa- he was um, Worldwide Wrestling Alliance's heavyweight champion in 1994, um, and lost the title to Brewer's Beefcake. Mm, exactly. So, sure, he's booty man. The goddamn booty man. Teamed with Ron Simmons in... Um, in Japan, yeah. Well, he's in Japan. Yeah, um, he was. was in Japan. Oh, this guy's brilliant. So I, I didn't realize he was in Japan. Yeah, this guy was actually really good. Like you know, you think he's rubbish now because you've seen him only seen him in the US. But if you'd just seen some of his Japanese work, then you would know that he's actually a really good wrestler, and you're wrong. Educate yourself, Russ. He wrestles for New Japan um, as DOC Nelson and Nils. Yeah. he was really good as in New Japan. Like he was just like he was doing something like six star matches, but just the WWF style really held him back. I mean, we'll we'll get there in a second, but uh, I think um, he was shite. Well, maybe what held him back. Um, well, no, I think maybe you just don't understand wrestling. The the main reason he really didn't get on was a um, complete lack of wrestling talent. <laughs> Possibly. So it's like a young, like a well, like a young, like an old Nathan Jones. <laughs> yeah. He was he was a legit criminal, though. I think he was a prisoner as well, aren't he? He's in prison for arm robbery or something, though. Famous wrestling prisoners. MV, MVP is probably the best um, reformed criminal. Yeah, I like MVP. Nathan Jones. I'm sure he was in prison. Yeah, it was arm, it was arm robbery or something. Arm robbery. So we have a look. So we don't. 16 years um, for arm robbery. Eight armed robberies. When did, time, when did he have time to wrestle? This was, so this was bef- at the age of 20. He was in Bogo Road Jail. So he came out at like 36. 
Um, he was set as a 16 he's year. Good at, he's not good at wrestling. And no, he like... come out at 25. Okay. He did five years. That's, that's... Yeah, Australia. That, that doesn't make any sense, does it? That's just that's the Australians. That's what they do. He was sentenced to 16 years in 1987 at the age of 20, and then in 1995 came out at the age of 25. Yeah, it could be happy. Yeah, but no, but that's 17 years later. So he'd be 26 at the earliest. I don't know. Wiki- oh, Wikipedia's wrong. What? Hang on, what? Hang on, what are you saying? So at 1987, he was re- he-, he was 20. But he was released in 1994 at the age of 25. Oh, yeah. It doesn't add up, does it? There's no math there. Yeah, something's gone on. Absolute conspiracy. Yeah, well, you know. What are they trying to prove there? Someone's going to have to fix it. Um... Stop the count. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, that's enough of... Rest- well, no, it's not enough because we're going to carry on talking to him. Um, but Mean Gene. Mean Gene, WWF. This is the first Mean Gene on WWF we've seen. I think it is. <laughs> Continue. Do you know what I'm impressed with the most, Lou? How well behaved the crowd have been. <laughs> yeah, they are, really, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really, really, really quiet, letting you well, get your piece across. Well, no, it's a Thunderdome, isn't it? So, <laughs> you <laughs> turned them off. Yeah. We've got the Mean Gene for the first time on WWF pay per view. Um, he's backstage, a big boss man. As Nils is walking to the ring. So, Nils is coming to the ring with no music or anything. And they're showing an interview. That was weird, wasn't it? Vladimir Kozlov did any nails. And Dolph Ziggler for a brief period. Um, yeah. Champ was the best having no music, wasn't he? Yeah. It is Champ weird. Was just pure heat, wasn't it? It is weird, isn't it, that they're showing an interview while someone's walking to the ring. What I did like, though, afterwards, is when the interview finished, Bossman just ran to the ring. Yeah. Fair no, I had to hear hard times. <laughs> you got, well, you got to hear it at the end, spoiler alert. It's a nightstick or a pole match. I don't think even Russo was around at this time, well, was he? So I, I researched this because I wasn't sure. He actually joined the company in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was working for the magazine. He wasn't writing until like 94. I'm pretty sure it's first day is like, it? bro, you should have a pole. It's, it's on a pole, bro. Yeah, Maybe that was his, like, his interview. Like, what? God damn, this guy's good. Give us a storyline. <laughs> it's like, yeah, nice I see, I got a pole. Yeah, it was a big pole, wasn't it? 15 foot, I think you said, wasn't it? 15 foot. Yeah. Boss fan had a struggle, didn't he? Um, yeah. I mean, it's five minutes. Um, they basically just push each other while they're both going for the stick. Uh, Bossman then gets it, uses it a few times, but drops it. And I thought the whole thing was if you got the, if you got it, you got to use it. Yeah. I always get confused about this, yeah. But you've got to so keep it in the nuts, Anyone can use it, though, can't they? Yeah, you've got to get it, also, also a bit of shade by Br- Heenan in this as well, to the fire at Windsor Castle. He goes on about um, someone fitting fire alarms, and he says, well, there's quite clearly none fitted at Windsor Castle, because on the 20th of November there was a fire at Windsor Castle. Oh, outrageous. No so there you go. The monarchy? Ridiculous. It's obviously having to dig a lot off of his. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still I don't understand who Lord Alfred Hayes is because I've never seen him on anything. He was like the commissioner, oh, I think. We, we clearly need to do some earlier stuff, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? This wasn't that bad, so maybe we can. We need to do WrestleMania okay. one. There's plenty of Lord Alfred Hayes on WrestleMania one. There, there you go. go. 
Yeah, Bossman may have dropped the stick and Nils was using it, but Bossman hits the, the Bossman slam to win the match. Uh, this is an absolute grudge match. They hate each other. So, yeah, it went five minutes. And it was absolute crap. <laughs> and then it was... We didn't want to go any longer, did you? No. Um, no. no it I mean, was... if anything, it went too long. Yeah, you say well, really, Russ, this could have been done with being a cow from hell match. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sort of people wanted. Big Davy gave this one. Nails after this went to field on with yeah, the Undertaker. I mean that's a. So like once once he got out of prison, maybe he got like a death sentence, and Undertaker was the guy who was like making his casket. <laughs> oh. So he was, he was next on the list. We'll get there. <laughs> Christ, Jay Peters. So far, are you regretting picking Survivor Series '92? No, I didn't mind the first match. This match was crap. There you no, go. Is that while you were up? Yeah, you just um, write like five lines. Crap, crap, crap. Yeah, just, well, this match, what, what can you write? Just try to listen to right, right, bodily functions. What, what can you write about a match that's five minutes long where there's a 15 foot pole that's not very good? It's just rubbish, I, isn't it? I got seven lines. Um, I wrote more about the shade from Heenan than I did the actual match, I think. <laughs> so um, Lou, have you got anything else to add to Tim Peters' uh, summarization? <laughs> that was inoffensive for me. The logic behind the match happening is ridiculous. Right? Well, still, Neil's you know. been stealing his thing, his nightstick. So. No, but like, so Boss Fan was like, oh yeah, I've got to put people away. But it's like, well, no, you're a wrestler now, mate. You're not a policeman. It was a bit, still yeah. going to do hard time, aren't they? He, well, he, he, yeah, we, we need to hear hard time, isn't we? In real life, he was a thing, wasn't he? He was a player. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was a guy. Yeah, yeah, he was. So I'm saying, but he is now as a wrestler. So what's he resting people for now? And would this match not have made more sense if it was a handcuffs on the pole match? No, but then the else could have been like, I'm going to do to you what you did to me and we'll cuff you and beat you. Why well, are you beating with a nightstick? Well, yeah. you specifically mentions cuffs or the in the promo beforehand. Yeah. But is that nails just being nails? Who knows? Maybe that came next. <sighs> it didn't, though. Yeah. Ah, this is what I said. The next pay-per-view would have been the wrong one, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, he never got his match with the Undertaker today because he's um, you know, threatening all the day. He's a fucking nut job, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right then, uh, we've got some more of Mean Gene then backstage with uh, Ric Flair. Ric Flair in, in WWF. He just lost his title at WrestleMania to, to Randy Savage. He's with Razor Ramon. They're in a tag team match later on. And we get a video package which wasn't cut down at all of, uh, of Mr. Perfect turning on Heenan to become Randy Savage's partner. Oh did, did you notice who was there in that in that boardroom, by the way? Hillbilly Jim. Yeah. Starting his Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, yeah. Thank God Hillbilly Jim did not start speaking because we'd still be watching the pay-per-view now. <laughs> so the, the gist of this is uh, Mr. Perfect is on Ric Flair's side. Uh, they're sort of in like a little mini stable with Heenan. Savage asks Perfect to be his partner for some unbeknown reason. Well, it's supposed to be Warrior, but he's left the company. So they had to start. Mr. Perfect isn't going to accept it until Heenan says, you can't do it anyhow. And then Perfect gets a bit bit irate at that fact. Yeah, and then pours pours water on him. (laughs) Pours, yeah, big it was never explained why Hillbilly Jim was there. I don't think he was referenced once. <laughs> it, it, no, it was never explained as to what the segment actually was. <laughs> no, didn't he used to have like a talk show, like Tuesday Night Titans or something? 
Maybe that's what it was. Maybe, yeah. So I think it was that, yeah. But that's coming up later on. Um, Who was the other guy? There's someone else there on there. Yeah, I didn't next, see him. Get a shot of his face. I couldn't find yeah. out. Didn't, yeah, I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Hilda Richard just sat there really awkwardly just watching this yeah. transpire from the other side of the table. He's probably planning this Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you something, Jim Ross. <laughs> I'm going to talk about this in 20 years' time. Yeah, well, stop referencing Jim Ross. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's genuinely the reason that all got changed. Yeah. Did go on a while, didn't he? Uh, did. So why did that guy bother attacking Brett Hardy after? It should have been there then, shouldn't he? should have been New Orleans. Well, he's the reason, isn't he? Because then he got changed to be a bit more excited and Brett Hart got attacked, so really, yeah. he'll give the reason. Got the biggest, the biggest pop of the night. Christ, that was boring. <laughs> after it started off so well, though, because the builders put someone through a table. Yeah, maybe if they held a bit of gym for the table. <laughs> Someone <laughs> Right, we'll move on to the next match. We've got the model, Rick Martel. He's against uh, Tatanka. Tatanka's undefeated at this point. Um, has the worst haircut in wrestling. It's traditional. It's worse. It's worse than Brian Dobbs. Ooh. Is it worse than um, any of well any of the mullets that we've seen in the yeah, old movies? It ain't good, is it? It's yeah. It's not a. Uh, it's not something I'd have, Peter's. I think it'd suit you quite well. I've probably got it next week. That would be great. You just turned up looking like that. So this match goes 11 minutes. Ah, Dunk turns up. I guess. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> why? 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 Come on, tell us why. So, yeah, he's got some balloons that he's given out. And then, then we just see it's pretty much 10 minutes of rest holds, um, a little shitty small drop, Tanker wins, and then I guess Doink pops the balloons he's handed out. Did anyone hear what the man in the crowd shouted at Doink? What was it? He just shout, stands up at Doink and says, Get out of here! <laughs> just... You just see this man stand up and just shout, get out of here at Doink, and you actually hear the audible on it as well. Oh, it's nice. great. I can't say I noticed but... Well, go back and watch it. But this was a long, long match. It was 11 minutes, and I don't think anybody's ever asked for 11 minutes of Tatanka. It was a long 11 minutes. This was worse than his comeback when he tagged him at Hardy. <laughs> 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 I was going to reference that. Yeah. The weird time he came back on SmackDown, yeah. Uh, Big Davy gave this one and a quarter. I think that's been generous. Yeah, there were it, it, so it, many rest holds. It was it was it was ten minutes of rest holds and then a little shite smaller drop. The thing why is, why was Doink there? <laughs> well, they didn't know who Doink was because they were just saying this clown keeps appearing, didn't they? So they didn't actually this, reference who it is, was. This one is debut, was it? Was no, no. They, they said he'd been coming about, so they had seen him, but they didn't know his name. They they didn't know it was Doink. Obviously, we do now twenty. 20 years later, 30 years later, Jesus. But yeah, yeah it, I, I said, thought that was quite amusing to be fair, coming out making little balloon dogs and whatever else. He didn't make his in ring debut until 1993. Ah. I suppose that's not too long after this, is it really? I suppose it was like when Elias was going to debut on and he was just kind of walking through the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was the best thing about this match was Doink coming out on the man shouting, Get out of here! Yeah, I didn't really get it. My and us were, What's going on out here? So. <laughs> Classic. And um, we, we almost, became president. Uh, doink. We almost saw um, Tatanka's bum hole as well, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Is you watching the right thing, Peter? <laughs> yeah, that, that thong he had on when it rode a little bit too high in one of the camera shots, and I thought it was a little <laughs> breakfast from 28 years ago. Pretty popular thongs, aren't they? Wrestling. Yeah, Billy Gunn had one on last Billy week Gunn, as well, didn't he? 
Yeah, it was really good gimmick well, on it, and the Dunkers just no, no, like, bad, bad perv. Edge first one, and Edge wrestling. So. The coach was wearing a phone. That's right. <laughs> yeah, did you did you wear one though? With my, my, my a two week uh, wrestling career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to comment on that anymore because some problematic characters who I was. Uh, did you wear one as no, Travis T? I wore boxer shorts. Just boxer shorts. Yeah, just, just boxers. What? What round? What was your What was your wrestling attire? I didn't have a proper attire, so it was just street like, clothes. Yeah. What did you have on them? Did you Just a t-shirt and some sort of tracksuit bottoms, I think. <laughs> what t-shirt? What just t-shirt a black, just a black t-shirt, just a plain t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the most tragic thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like thirteen. Did you have wrestling boots on? What sort of shoes did you have on? No, they were like some sort of... They weren't proper boots. They were like some sort of sports shoes. Yeah. There you go. Sport, what's a sports shoe? Just like a trainer. shoes, <laughs> a trainer. No, it's just like a trainer yeah, type you have, have a, you have to have a certain sole type of as you can walk on the mat with your, your shoes. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. My CrossFit trainers did not fit the bill, so I had to wrestle my socks. <laughs> yeah, right. There we yeah. go. That's weird, that, because you think boots are quite big. Yeah, it's because, well, we tra- the one we trained at was like amateur mats. Right. Next to the ring. In the ring, you can do what you want. Oh, right. There we go. Um, so, yeah, Tonka beat Rick Mattel. Have we got anything else to add? Because it was crap on it. It was 11 yeah, minutes just, of my life. I'll never get back. Just what's going on out here, basically. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, yeah. I apologise for this one. But, yeah, so, I mean, so far, Peters, you, you're not selling it to anyone. No, I've enjoyed the first match. Did, really, did you enjoy it that much? Well, it was all right. It was better than the next two, wasn't it? Yeah, but, that, that, yeah, but that's like saying... Getting... Yeah, that's like quite impressed, Peters, so far. That's like saying, Peters, yeah, well, getting run over by a car is better than getting pushed off a building twice. That's right, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean getting run over by a car is ever a good thing. Yeah, it's better than getting pushed off a building, isn't it? Yeah. Is it a... Depends on how big the building is. Fast the cars going, yeah. Yeah, it depends if it's fancy or forty. At least I would say things start getting a little bit better from here. They, they, they get the next match is better, and then it goes worse again. <laughs> but the next segment gets better because it's Sean Money. He makes a return. He's interviewing Mr. Perfect and Randy Savage just before their match with Ric Flair and Razor Ramon. So we'll jump straight into that. It was obviously supposed to be Warrior. I think he just left the company again. He was wasn't happy with the way he was going to be booked. Um, was this before WrestleMania six or after? Was it after? No, no, this is after WrestleMania six was nine nine. Right there we go. He just came. He just came back at WrestleMania eight, didn't he? Because Hogan was like leaving, and he was like the replacement. Yeah, maybe. I think. Oh, Hogan does come. No, right. You know we're talking about the golden year earlier. Hogan does come back the year after, doesn't he? Is this is this where he just gets a title shot for no reason? Yeah, he wins at WrestleMania yeah. nine. Yeah, yeah, just so he's not up after, after the main event. He's not properly left at this point. So he's got the black eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah we've got one to next match: Ric Flair, Razor Ramon against Randy Savage, Mister Perfect. Sixteen minutes. Um, she's actually shorter than the promo that we do with uh, Shawn Money. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And the promo afterwards. Another <laughs> <laughs> one after that. It's weird. This, did you feel like this was like tre- being treated as the main event? Even though it was like halfway through the show. Yeah, it's the all place. the build up for this one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. weird. Well, I don't know if any of you acknowledged that the, the actual main event was happening at this point. I thought it was weird because in five years' time, this would have been a WCW show match. Yeah. yeah. Just wanted, like, Flair just wanted to get to bed. So they were like, right, we'll put you on halfway through. 
Yeah, I don't know. Because it was actually on Thanksgiving, actually on Thanksgiving Day, right? You didn't treat Flair as as big of a star as I think he is. I mean, they'd make him champion, didn't they? But I think he'd be made of anything. It's weird that because everyone says Flair's the best of all time. Yeah, the amount we watched of all WCW and WWE, I I think he's been in the main event once. Yeah, I think he was because he was. I don't don't know how careful we were like Meltzer and the gang getting after me. Um, He was more like before the WrestleMania stuff, really, on it. Like you know, he's the all seven wrestling. Yeah, touring, touring champions and stuff, really. But mm. maybe like on TV, he wasn't. I'd say that weirdly, like Ric Flair is like more in pop culture like now, because he seems to be really popular with rappers for some reason. Yeah, he does. He does. He used to maybe he used to do Macarena when he came to the room. Yeah, yeah. And now he's now he's doing that on the Ric Flair drip. <laughs> Someone did the Macarena in front of him. And he stopped doing it. Didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Just loves the Macarena. Yeah, he does. Um, I. Analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Yeah, this went 60 minutes. It's pretty much a uh, standard tag match. Perfect. I did enjoy. I love, absolutely love Mr. Perfect. Um, How good is yeah, Perfect Plex? He's, he's, he's just technically sound, isn't he? Yeah. But I, I did enjoy. He was like the big baby face here. Yeah, he's a baby face. But what I did enjoy was he was obviously heel last week. So he still did a little bit of healy things because obviously he got 10 overnight here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, with him threatening to walk off, obviously, you're not going to trust each other straight away, are you? Why would you? No, that's what Matchman said, didn't he? Like, I don't really like her, but I respect her. However, was Savage as well. Savage is great. Next time, isn't he? Yeah, I, it felt like, for me, they were trying to annoy Mr. Perfect as, like, the new big baby face. Well, if they've lost Warrior, I guess. But then half of it was also expecting Mr. Perfect to turn on, on Savage. Especially because I saw it ended in the DQ. Yeah. So I was like, maybe it's going to be like the old uh, WCW one that we did every week. It's a lot of way, yeah. But if, they, if they've lost Warrior, they've lost Hogan, they didn't know it's coming back at this point, do they? Yeah. Perfect was pretty young, wasn't he? Been around for a while. Or you, you yeah. Up. So the, the end of the match, well, pretty much. Um, Savage is hit by a chair. Um, there's ref bumps galore. How weird is it to see a chair shot in 1992 as well? Yeah. I wasn't expecting that at all. You don't swing them like they also, do they? Well, I mean, it's good. I mean, really. he looked weak as piss, this one, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> He's like Jared Briscoe was doing and a then, And then Sa- Savage like, did a jump bump, <laughs> didn't he? It was great. Um, we have ref bumps. Everyone loves a ref bump. And we have replacement refs. We'll deal uh, Ebner getting his pals out. Then there's perfect boxes on Flair and Ramon. Obviously, there's no ref to count them. Flair and Ramon are getting involved. And then they weirdly get DQ'd. Yeah. yeah. I guess they've just been in the ring for too long. Yeah, I think they they got the did the five second thing. I think. I think. Right, they're the DQ'd anyhow. Flair puts the figure four onto Perfect. Uh, Perfect hits him with a chair that's passed to him by Savage, and so Savage and Perfect win by DQ. Sixty minutes. The ending was a bit weak for me. Yeah, the, the ending let it down. But I think, oh, this was. Well, I don't know if this was my favourite, but it was definitely in the top two matches on the card. Yeah, it's definitely the top I mean, two. It, yeah, it was no nails and boss man, but it was it was alright, I think, what it what it was. <laughs> Peters, I mean, is this the reason why you pitched this card? It was one of the reasons, yeah. I thought it was really good this. And as well, there was one bit early on where Razor Ramon's like stretching out Savage and he puts his arm back and Flair starts pulling on his arm to just stretch Savage that little bit more while Razor's um sort of body stretching him. Clever, clever little things. 
If my criticism was Reza Ramon, was um, his accent was awful. Yeah, his accent was a bit all over the place, wasn't it? Who's meant then, to be? Tony Montana in it. I'm Scarface. Scarface, yeah. 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 It's weird, though, isn't it? Because he did the same things like four years later in WCW. Yeah, but his accent had softened. Yeah, no, that's what I mean, though. And he sort of, it just under a different name. His accent was, was he, weird. Was he pretty new here, was he? Yeah, he been, I think. It was weird to see him in a tag team as well that wasn't Kevin Nash. Or the NWA. Yeah, where was, where was Kevin Nash running the year? He was being Oz, wasn't he? Was he, was he Oz? It would have been Oz at this point. Yeah, probably. he was the wizard, wasn't he? Yeah, bloody Oz. <laughs> That's bad that we need to find an Oz show. Um, so, no, been, I think he'd just come back as Razor Ramon um, in 1992. He was, just, he was like Big Scott Hall before that in NWA. Yeah, he'd been in WCW a few times as a diamond stud. Already been in whether the tryout for WWF. Been WCW. He'd been to Japan. He'd been wrestling since 1984, so he'd been wrestling for eight years. Yeah. So it was weird though that they won by DQ and they were celebrating like they actually won. Yeah. Yeah. And big, everyone kept saying it's a big, massive victory for him. Is it that yeah. much? By DQ on it. Big yeah. Dave gave this three and a quarter. I reckon he would have bumped it up with a proper finish. Yeah, yeah, like, I you don't like a DQ, does it all day? No, no. I agree. With a proper finish, you'd probably give it four. I think the finish is a bit shite, but then I don't know what they did next. And I'm trying, how else could they have done it? I just think they could have done a better DQ. Yeah, then having them both in the ring for too long, and that's how they DQ'd it. But are we looking at this from a 20, 30 years later point of view? Well, that's it, isn't it? Was this, would, would this have been a. Is this is at the point where WCW wouldn't let anybody go over the top rope? It was. It was a so, DQ. So, yeah, it's quite... quite Yeah, it's weird, isn't it, when you see a chair shot and you're like, oh, yeah. that would have been like a big deal at the time, wouldn't it? Like a yeah. Chair. What's he doing? Outrageous. So that chairs, was... are, chairs are for sitting and not hitting. Yeah. True. There you go. After the match then, uh, Ric Flair and Razor Ramon go backstage and they're with me and Jane and I particularly enjoyed Ric Flair telling Jane to shut up multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Classic <laughs> Flair, wasn't it? All the way through his promos. And then it's classic, it's classic me and Jane after Flair had left, then have a go at them when there was no longer around. <laughs> at some point as well, he gets called Gene Mean, which is great. I don't I mean, know who by, but he gets called Gene Mean. I can't remember who it was by, though. Feels it's not like as good as Savage saying his moustache is crooked. His <laughs> moustache is crooked. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, there were decent promos all the way around. It, it was... At, Probably lived up to expectations of what I thought that whole thing was going to be. Yeah, it's just, it, it took up a lot. The promos just took forever, I thought. So many yeah. promos. They both got equal time, didn't they? Been both There's sets. another promo coming up later on, which is frankly awful. Um, yeah, it's gross. Is it the one after this yeah. next match, Lou? Is that the promo you're referencing, which I absolutely love? It's the, ne- yeah, the one with yeah. the chickens. Yeah, <laughs> that's the next one. <laughs> well, we'll get there, but the pin yeah. So the next match is... We've got Yokozuna. He's coming out with Mr. Fuji. Uh, this is Yokozuna's pay-per-view debut. He's yet to be tested. So he needs a big test with pay-per-view debut. I think we'll all agree there, mm-hmm. won't we? Sure does. You know, I mean, you can't have another easy ride, can't it? It's pay-per-view. This is Survivor Series. Um, who is going to test Yokozuna? £505 Yokozuna. Who's going to test him? Um, the way Vince McMahon was going on about it, I thought Hogan was coming out or something. <laughs> but no, it was... The absolute wrestling god that is Virgil. Mm. Um, he comes out. I mean, McMahon's far too excited for this. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
how excited of a Virgil he gets. Virgil's a big deal, aren't he? Was he? And he just won his feud against the Million Dollar Man. Broke free. Wait, what, this is what they're doing with him then? After this? They aren't very good, as they say. Yeah, and he sits alone, doesn't he, at conventions? Yeah, he's apparently a bit of a dickhead, isn't he? Yeah, I've heard that. His Twitter's mad, isn't it? You see his Twitter? Is, is it not just everyone thinking that is Virgil van Dyke? That was a lot of it for a long time. Yeah, I was going to say that was a thing for a No, he just, talks about, he just talks about fuck money all the time. What's fuck money? That's, no one knows. <laughs> I, I, I don't care to know. I don't care to find out. He's um, in AEW now. Oh, is it? Because he is, because he's, he's used Sol, to be... Soul Train Jones is his name now. He used to be in WCW, so they just, you know... Yeah. That was I so... think he only used it for, like, ironic comedy purposes. Yeah, so, a bit around yeah, for like... Yeah. I think it was, but um but yeah, so he was called Virgil because it was Dusty Rhodes' real name. Um that's so that's right. why he's called Virgil set of piss. Yeah. And then when he went to WCW, he's called Vincent. He was in the NWO. He was. We he was back him. with he was back with a million dollar man, wasn't he? Yeah, I think I don't know. Yeah. Um, so but this is just a glorified squash basically, isn't it? And Yokozuna wins after a bonsai drop. No, um, but it is a great spot. Was that Virgil trying to go for the roller? Yes, and he just sits on him. There was the back kick as well, which looked absolutely horrendous. I mean, like, it, it just, was, just come loose. It was three minutes. Um, it probably went a minute too long for me. Um, Big Dave gave it one. But we did get the return of the brain scan. Uh, yeah, we did. They called Yokozuna like a techie leg. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Virgil or mashed potato. Yeah. Yeah. Yokozuna, big lad. So I, I I read I read up on the Yokozuna. He died. Um, he so died in Portsmouth, didn't he? But yeah, in the Liverpool. Oh, was it Liverpool? Sorry. Liverpool. Oh, I think he'd been to Portsmouth. Yeah. Apparently, he was really scared of spiders. Yeah, but he died trying to become the the world's fattest wrestler. Yeah, he did. He was aiming to get to like eight hundred pounds or something. Or nine hundred fifty pounds. Who did he have to beat? Cheeks. I don't know, but basically, he got cheeks. Possibly. <laughs> you know, it might have genuinely been cheeks. <laughs> Off of TNA. But yeah, that's how he, he died. He, he, he got released on a WWF because he wouldn't lose weight. And they were like, this is getting really unhealthy. They wouldn't sign him off to wrestle. Yeah. So he did lose £100. They were like, I need to lose more, mate. So he he left. And then he decided to put loads on and become the world's biggest wrestler. He died at, at £580. There was yeah, that. But he wanted to get like 800 or something, which is mad. There was that Heroes of Wrestling when it was Heroes of Wrestling. The saddest pay per view of all time. The one where the Jake the Snakes are completely out of it. Where everyone was pissed, yeah. Yeah. So, £580 is 41.4 stone. Oh, Christ. There you go. Yeah, but then he was nowhere near his weight. He wanted to get a lot higher than that, apparently. Um, He apparently, according to Bruce Pitchett, used to eat techie butt, didn't he? So, like... Techie butt? Yeah, so... No wonder Brain called him a techie leg. At the back of a techie, there's like a... Sack of fat or something. I've never carved a turkey, so I don't know. But he used to take that off and fry it. It was basically just fat. I mean, that sounds foul, doesn't it? I mean, it was a he oh, yeah, yeah. He got up to seven hundred and sixty pounds, but he was his goal weight was between eight fifty and nine hundred. Mad. That's that's obscene. Yeah, he was seven hundred sixty when he was at Heroes of Wrestling. Oh that was his. That was his last like televised event. I mean, I shouldn't be, but I'm impressed he was even moving around at that weight. Yeah. 768 pounds, what's that then in stone? 54.2 stone. Oh, my God. Yeah, 54.2 stone. 
That's like four times the way I am. <laughs> Ross Azuna. Yeah, my God, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine carrying three of me around. <laughs> How tall was he? He was. I don't think he was like overly tall. See, that's uh, even worse. Six four. Six four. That's right. Imagine, imagine, imagine being sixty or fifty four stone or something. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Wow. Yeah, that's. Do you remember you know, that? Yeah. Do you remember him? He was only thirty four when he died as well. Yeah, he was like twenty six here, which is bad. Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's one that's even weirder than that. that he was the youngest champion. Is he not the youngest champion till the Rock? Um, um, possibly. Is it? Is it Brock now? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's Brock. It, it would have been if he was twenty. Is it not Randy Orton? Brock's got the record at twenty-five. Not Randy so Orton? Randy Orton is the youngest world champion, well, specifically WWE. Is Brock? No. This Randy Orton won the world. Everywhere. These are the details. Yeah, details that matter. Them, them the deets. Yeah. Um, do you remember? Uh, just going back onto fat people. Um, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Do you have a celebrity oh, fact? Where's he, where's he going? Where's celebrity fact club? Oh, he's going on celebrity fact club. Yeah. Right, what's going on? Yeah, but do you remember when the um? Because I'm just trying to. When he was like, oh, it's converting to muscle. They're like, mate, no. No, no, no. Do you remember? I'm just trying to trying to picture in my head how how bad it would be holding that much weight. And I've just remembered on something fat club, but they used oh, to. Oh, where they had to carry the. Oh, they had like. Around. Yeah, they used to have like the fat vest, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, they used to carry the. Didn't, I'm pretty sure they showed like the, this is how much fat you've got in like a yellow blob or something. Yeah, 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 they did, yeah. Christ. Yeah. And it was it Harvey used to come out and go, you could have me. The guy with the hat, yeah. Yeah, hat. But they changed, the didn't they change it to. It, it was called Fat Club and it was regular people, but obviously you can't yes. say that about celebrities, they changed it to Celebrity Fit Club. Fit Club, yeah. Yeah, Is it still on? Still on that show? Nah, you can't no, get you won't get away with that now, will you? They did, they did when, when change, change to Biggest Loser. Could do, just put Joe Wicks on it. Fine, I would love it. Yeah, that that was the next one, wasn't it? Big, biggest Loser. Yeah, right. that was the thing, wasn't it? That was US one, wasn't it? And yeah. then they got loads of, um, you know, there's like my 500 pound family and that now, aren't they? Eat well for less with Greg Wallace. Classic. I like Eat Well for Less with Greg Wallace. However, yeah, I, do. I despise Shop Well for Less. I, just, I don't like those shows. Because it's always like, oh, look at these stupid poor people. No, but Shop Well for Less is even stupider. Right, because Eat Well for Less, yeah, right, they're taking money off your weekly shopping. Yeah. I'm all for that. Because mm-hmm. that's stuff you replace. So they basically say, if you stop getting, I don't know, um, is it Nescafe coffee and you yeah. pick regular like as the coffee, you, you'll save yourself 70 quid a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. Shop yeah. well for less. This year, well... Shop well for less with Terry Peters. Get your jeans for you there. <laughs> we, uh, what's your, I can't remember your name. What's your, Alex Jones, is it? Air off one show. Off of the one show, yeah. And um, that other, Steph McGovern, who's got like the uh... red shirt all the time now. Yeah, um, they they basically do the same thing, but around things around the house. So like, the, I was watching one, and there was like, um, this guy likes to buy, I think it was t-shirts, and they do it with technology as well. And they said, well, we've took off all your branded t-shirts, we've give you these like George ones, and you you you've now saved eighty quid. I'm thinking you haven't saved anything because he's already, he's already bought, bought them. He's already yeah. got the t-shirts in his hands. Unless he flogs them. 
Yeah, what? Yeah, but and they did it with TV. They did it with kettles. They took. Oh, they used to spend loads on technology in the kitchen. So they bought like one of them kettles that heats up in like two seconds. And yeah. that I don't know. I mean, they're like 150 quid or something like that. And they took that off them and gave them a regular kettle. And I was like, is that a swap? I don't think. No, it's not a swap because I have it. Yeah, that's they're gonna pay him back. It's in my hand. It's not something. I understand it on maybe makeup or shower gels or something that you replace. But a kettle. You've got it. <laughs> You've spent it already. And saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to this £10 kettle that takes about five hours to wait up. Another classic Ross sidebar, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. On daytime TV. You can tell you where it shifts, is all I'm saying. <laughs> hey, I bet you're fine. Shut up, Liz, mate. Go on, mate. It's prime time. Yeah. Shut up, Liz. Also, I'm on it. Steph McGuire. Oh, God. <laughs> She's a classic example of um, getting too big for a books and thinks, you know, <laughs> thinks people are watching the show for her. Yeah, we get it, you know. Then. Yeah, she's she's like, you know, when an MP defects and they genuinely think they're getting voted in because they're the MP. Yeah. When in reality, nobody knows who you are, but they're voting for the party they want to vote for. Mm-hmm. Douglas Carswell. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Stephen Govan does. Stephen Govan. Stephen Govan. Right. Well, you know what I mean? She's annoying. Nobody watched it for you. Everyone watched it. The fact it was on BBC Two at eight o'clock. That's why nobody watches your stupid pat lunch. This is like it's like when I watch like wrestling I've ever live like Brian Alvarez, except it's just Ross Brown on daytime top. So primetime TV instead. Well, pat lunch is on a half one, <laughs> and I have watched it by accident once. Any good? I fell asleep, but yeah. it was on. It was on the TV, so they've got a viewer. They got a viewer, yeah. We'll keep it. We'll be keeping it on now. So oh. that. Oh, I know. And you're bad. I feel about that. Yeah. Give it well. a roll. Well, calm down. Cheers, Russ. <laughs> just, just, See, normally at this point, the horse would like move move on when he, but he used the bloody horse. So we're just stuck with this until it's finished. So the Survivor Series match. Trying to put the fish in on it. Calm down a bit. I think I need some sort of head of fish. Let me put my Gangrel T-shirt on. Chill yeah. out. Chill out a bit. <laughs> No, Peters, before we get to the Survivor Series match, um, you're missing probably the most notable thing. Of oh, this sorry, game. yeah. Uh, we can't believe you forgot it. Sean Mooney's returned, um, yes. surrounded by possibly wetter towels. Yeah, it's going well, towels. Like the, uh, it's a, it's a, they must know the story <laughs> of the Mooney. <laughs> maybe it's to this event. Maybe, this is, maybe, maybe we didn't listen properly. It was actually a Survivor Series 92. That would be great. Um, There's a lot of wet meat about in there as well. Find, find out more, right? If anyone's interested in Marion Lewis' obsession with Sean Mooney, <laughs> you'll find out more during our Christmas special. Yeah, you sure will. Tales, tales of wrestling around. We'll explain it then. Um, you'll probably still not understand it, but trust me, if you was there, it was the greatest thing we've ever seen. So we've got Sean Mooney. He's with uh, Randy Savage and Mr. Perfect. And Mr. Perfect has called Ric Flair and Reza Ramon Turkeys. Um, so just to show that he knows what he's on about. In case anybody's not understanding what the word turkey means at Thanksgiving, he has two turkeys with him. Turkey. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And then, to, <laughs> I did like this, for the brain, who's a little chicken, he pulls out a little chicken. <laughs> I, I, wonder, I thought it was a frog at first. It's probably it's not a quail. Tiny yeah. chicken, that. I think it's a quail. I hope he washed his hands afterwards. But he said, you weasel? So it might have been a weasel. Was it a weasel? No, it was a weasel. It's weasel meat, I like. Not like that. So, weasel, weasel meat, I'd imagine, would look like, a, like 
Quirley could have been because I don't know I'm a celebrity, right? Yeah, there's well, no, a big Master Chef fan, something else. You're, you're a Quirley guy. Yeah, quails. They, they always cook quails like that. Um, but I would imagine a, a weasel would look like a um, sort of rabbit. That yeah. sort of length. Did yeah. you know, um, if you twist a rabbit's head seven times, it'll pop off. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you know that? <laughs> um, so I had a friend who uh, went on a survival right. course. Okay. Right, okay. Was it Ray Meters? No. But that's sort of the gist of it. He was in the he was in the armed forces. Um, he went on this free survival course that they give out, and they they basically got them all to do it. Is that like an is that like an average or like a? I don't know. It, that's like just, an actual like it's always seven. I, I when he came back, I knew he'd been on it. Um, I said, "Oh, how was you? How was you like little camping trip?" And he went, "Oh no, it's good. Do you know what I learned? I went, what did you learn?" And he, that that was what he told me. It's like you mess with like Dwight Schrute, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah. Right, I got the rabbit's dead, right? At this point, yeah, yeah, the rabbit's dead. Yeah, yeah. I, it'll be after to, yeah I guess it's easy to peel it. It will be after one anyway. <laughs> Just... <laughs> but that's that's the thing. Um, if you uh, any uh, butchers out there, kind of loud. You've done a cast on butchery, you know. That's... I have a book on butchery. He's butchered this pay per view today with his random segues, <laughs> hasn't he? I'm quite good at. Um... It's been the longest episode yet. It's just Ross talking about Steph McGovern and Kevin Rabbit. <laughs> These are what the people need to hear. Yeah. Um, no, I hope I, he washes his hands good... after after that because chicken. otherwise he's going to spread salmonella all over that dressing room. Isn't yeah, it? I don't think I'd have been able to do that waving a chicken out as soon as I touched the chicken. The chicken was cooked, wasn't it? it wasn't... No, it was raw. It was raw. It was it was pink. Oh, no, 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 no. cooking chickens like that. I'm surprised no, no, you've been no, longer no, in the toilet. He's, he's cooking no, 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 them into no, no, a light bulb. They're little, 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 little quail. No, it was, no, all it was all raw. It was all raw. It was all raw. Looks like he was stretching oh. it. No, I remember the first two because I thought he's got to put it on his head, didn't he? If you cook a chicken correctly. What else do you do with a turkey? That's how I'm going to put it on your If you cook a chicken, right, it is not pink. If your chicken is pink, the first two turkeys, they were pink. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that little one was cooked. No. But if it was a quail, they usually have a yellower co- colour to them. That oh, is oh, it could be corn fed, couldn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah. So there you go. Although in, although in America, it's probably steroid injected or some whatever they put in it, chlorine in it. Well, yeah. I fill it with water, don't they? And chlorine. If we just ate loads of corn, would we, corn, would we turn yellow? There is things we can eat that turns yellow and it turns different colours, isn't it? Sunny day. Sunny day. That was a rumour. <laughs> Did that happen? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I had it happened. I'm sure it happened. I'm it, was sure was it, was, it was this kid who went to another school. Do you remember? <laughs> was he the same kid who was swinging on his chair and fell out the window or whatever it is? <laughs> yeah, same kid, yeah. Put his pencil up his nose and died. Same guy. Been real hard life. Yeah, no, I think there is, I mean, is it carrots? If you eat too many carrots, you'll turn orange. I believe that beetroot. Oh no, beetroot sends you sends you wee different colours. That yeah, it sends you wee. Very good. That turns bright yellow. It's that funny. Asparagus. Oh. <laughs> yeah, asparagus dries you out. Sugar puffs um, apparently um all for the test. <laughs> <laughs> you finished? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I went on about killing the rabbit, <laughs> and you, you just said the weirdest thing on the show so far. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, good luck with this one. <laughs> <laughs> we got on to the Survivor Series match. The reason we're all here for Survivor Series. 
Yep, let's do it. Um, so this is got... what you were really excited about, like Jim, when we said we're going to Survivor Series series season, and you were like, oh, I love a good Survivor Series match. It says that was this. You've had, one, this you've had one in two episodes, and it was this. <laughs> yeah, this is the one. Yep. So we've got a four and four Survivor Series match with a twist. So the teams are the Beverly Brothers, uh, they're coming out with the Genius, um, and Randy the Tag Team Champions, brother, Money Inc. is who? Randy Savage's brother. Oh, is he really? Well, well Lanny Potter, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Um, then we've got the tag champs. Uh, Money Damien Sano's Sa- Sa- dad. No, wait. Is that true? No. Oh. No. Same gimmick, though, isn't it? So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've got Money Inc., Ted DiBiase, and Erwin R. Shyster. Do, is... do you know his dad, uh, old Ted DiBiase, is? Um, Ted DiBiase Jr. Ted DiBiase Jr. Adam Holland. A friend of the show, Adam Holland, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, IRS's kids are is the Bud fiend, isn't it? And the fiend. Yeah, with the best pre-match promo of all time from uh, IRS here. Pay your taxes. <laughs> oh, gotta get it, don't you? Quite the whole thing. Um, they're getting managed by Jimmy Hart, so they're one team. I just think he, when he said that, he knew he had a shit game, didn't he? Just, oh. just the way he went. I hope you've all paid your taxes. And just like, that was the end of his promo. You could just see the look on his face. We're just like, this is the gimmick. Yeah, but that's, that's what his initials you know, were, wasn't it? After this, he was like a boat fellow, wasn't he? But his initials. <laughs> not the captain. Was he not the captain? Yeah, he's IRS, isn't he? Erwin Ash Heister. His initials are the American Tax Service, aren't they? Yeah, yeah that was, I think that was planned. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, became, that's what I'm saying. He became VK Wall Street, didn't he? In, um, was it, when was it? It was the captain, Mike Rotunda, wasn't he? When would he. Yeah, it was at some point. We watched that. Yeah, because I thought that was Emilio, but it was written about Martel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, basically, they're going against uh, everyone wrestling around's favourite tag team, the Nasty Boys, Brian Nobbs and Jerry Sachs. <laughs> um, and the Natural Disasters, Earthquake and Typhoon. I think, but they both end up in the Dungeon of Doom. We need to get onto fucking Earthquake because there's facts all around. And at this point, he was 17 in this pay per view. He was 29, oh, wasn't he? 29, still pretty young. But also, that, that was, that he, was, big, he, was, that, he was a legit sumo wrestler. Yeah, he was. And he had to cover his tattoo up because you're yeah. not allowed tattoos in sumo wrestling. He was actually, he? Yeah, he was a legit sumo wrestler. He was, um, he was in, in the Japan. oddities as well. The guy with yeah. like, lumps on his mask, wasn't he? Yeah, he, Cap, he was the one that Cap was obsessed Cap. with Cartman. Yeah. Um, he was... Distinguished career. Imagine that guy. Funny. He the guy lumps on his head, didn't he? They like, sewed in lumps to his head. Not his actual head, but on the mask. So oh, it can look real different. Um, he was in, he was in Dungeon of Doom, wasn't he? Yeah, he was with um, Z Gangster. Typhoon, not Tugboat. Yeah, he's Tugboat Taylor, and he's also the Shopmaster. Was he really? Yeah, he was the Shopmaster. Oh, he was Christ. He was the one that fell over <laughs> and had his Stormtrooper helmet fall off. I love that. I love the British bulldog. He's pulled his ass. <laughs> Comes through. Who, was, who fucked up more? The Shotmaster or Titus O'Neil? The Shotmaster. I, I I think Titus O'Neil's will end up being as legendary in time. But then he had like a half decent career before and after. But this is like the Shotmaster's only opinion. They had to pull him out of the match, didn't they? This, that was literally that, his debut, wasn't it? it was was what was he expecting though? He was wearing a sparkly Stormtrooper hat. Yeah, he was meant to just bust through. When Edge and Christian had the show on the network, they did like. um. He was getting retribution, so they actually made the whole set for him again. <laughs> so he could stop for it properly. That so, needs to come back. Yeah. So this is a 4 on 4 Survivor Series match, but if one member of your tag team gets pinned, then you're both out. So there's only going to be 
a maximum of three pinfalls. That um, was a weird rule. Yeah, despite that. It was strange, wasn't it? Um, it goes 16 minutes. Earthquake eliminates Blake Beverly first. Uh, so it's two, two on one or four on two. Um, IRS then eliminates Typhoon and almost immediately is rolled up by Jerry Sags. So the nasty boys... It was a quick finish, wasn't it, that? Yeah, the nasty boys and the natural disasters win. This was uh, was what's going on in the business as terrible. Yeah, yeah Big Davey gave it one and a quarter. Even the nasty boys couldn't save this. What were you discussing? Because I just got my arm stuck in the fridge. How did you get your arm stuck in the fridge? It's kind of sells her out. Uh, someone mentioned something about um, Steph McGovern. This is the third longest <laughs> match on the card. It was one of the worst. Peters, I thought I enjoyed this video, but now going back through it, I've only liked <laughs> one match. What, is what that not was? the issue with wrestling and what we do? Yeah. Yeah. The the thing is, I think at the t- when you're watching it in one. You think, oh, yeah, it ain't bad because you've got the memory of sort of that first tag match not too far behind this. You're going on about that first tag match. Like, it was for the Midnight Express against the Rock and Roll Express. It was the head trick. No, not the first (laughs) one. Sorry, the the second one. um, You're talking about it like it's Goldust versus Brian Pillman. No, (laughs) sorry, not not the first one. The the second tag match. That was the only good match so far, is that second time? Yeah, no, that's what I'm trying to say. No, but it's, I don't think it's been anything terrible. Like, I think it's been a it's been a pleasant watch. The thing is, it wasn't a boring watch. It it, it was fast-paced, and some of the, the, the in-between bits, the promos, kept it together. You're a fan that, of the promos, are you? Well, yeah. I mean, did you not see Mr. Perfect trucking turkeys and chickens about? And then you get the brain scan showing Yokozuna's leg as a turkey leg. Yeah, just I just think the more I think about this video, the more I absolutely hate it. And the scores well, you gone down. It the start, so. oh, no, but now I've now I've gone back through it. The scores gone down by about three points in my head. Uh, it's well. been a pleasant pleasant watch. Look, what, look, what did you think of this Survivor Series match? Then? It's alright. Disappointing. Because... I I prefer. To yeah, I just I, I just wanted like a proper proper traditional match. Yeah. So. And we've not had one of those this year. So in 2021, we're going to have to do better, aren't we? We're going to have to do four yeah. out all the way through. Four on two is just like... Dynamics change straight away, doesn't it? Four and three. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it just it would have been better, but... It was all right. It was getting people on the card, wasn't it? It was, you know, it was worth it for that amazing promo by IRS. That's what we're there for. <laughs> Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. <laughs> I wonder what a little fiend and a little Bo Dallas were making of that. Yeah. Was they, were they around? They must have been. Yeah, How old are they? Well, they're yeah, not, 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 not yeah, they got to be, old, they gotta be older than us, haven't they? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Dallas is 30, so he was two when this was. When this was around. Bray's 33. There you go. There you go. Oh, there we go. So it was around. <laughs> Don't understand it. We then, speaking of weird backstage segments, um, we get to Tanker, Savage, and Perfect on the phone line. <laughs> uh, Vince tells the brain to ring up so he can speak to. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, probably the only line I enjoyed from Vince. Let <laughs> me get a video recap. I say video recap. Um, they just replayed what happened of uh, Kamala. I think it was Kamala against Undertaker at SummerSlam. Uh, and then we have Kamala basically getting scared by a load of coffins before seeing genuinely the worst craftsman I've ever seen. Paul Bear and Undertaker <laughs> making the custom coffins for Kamala. What's the best thing about this is the Undertaker's like obviously meant to be sanding that block of wood. He's just hitting it, rubbing 
something yeah. up and down it making no the, difference whatsoever the, the sound was not in sync with what he was actually doing at all <laughs> <laughs> it was just he was sounding and he was going while he was it was madness so you know i've got a few issues with that um first of all he's getting it far too high he's going to do more damage second of all he's starting in the middle he's a maniac he's never going to get it level if he starts in the middle can we and... appreciate paul bearer though he was creepy as fuck on this one, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He'd follow, he? He, he's, he's a lot creepy. better in this one than he is in than he was in last week's episode. Yeah, opinion. I think he so was trying to be like almost like a real impression. person next last time, but this was like a proper cartoon, wasn't it? Have we got yeah. a, a Peter's Paul Bear impression going on? Oh yes, that's actually really good. Christ, um, also, petition for Tay Peters to do the rest of the show as Paul Bearer. Well, still waiting for him to be. Be Luna, so Terry Bear, Terry, Bear, Bear. Also, take care. I'm not, I'm not, I'm getting raged again. You know, did you, we all notice him eating that metal? They eat it too hard and missed, and then he started doing real soft ones. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. clearly, when he did it too hard, he was missing. Just not a craftsman, is he? Clearly, he's not, he's not a craftsman. Should have got him to do it. the ring, though, no, not yet. This is this is my right. So we'll go on to the match. Kamala vs Undertaker. It's a coffin match. Kamala's come out with Doctor Harvey Whippleman and Kim Chi. Undertaker's obviously with Paul Bearman. And Paul Bearman's pushing his massive coffin that can fit. Uh, shown both of them in. Um, but Undertaker is not very good. Right here. Undertaker. I agree with you though. Undertaker doesn't get good till about two thousand eight. He's what. He's what two years after his debut here? Yeah, but here his gimmick is like he can't sell anything, can he? So he's yeah. had to have a good match when he can't sell anything. You're against Kamala as well, who, bless him, isn't the most agile of people, is he? Yeah, you didn't and, see him ring when he uh, saw that coffin. I don't know when he kicked the when he kicked the end. I did enjoy actually, and he looked real scared of the end. It was just like just kicks it. <laughs> I just Undertaker's just an absolute myth, isn't he? I always stayed around for so long. I'll never know. I mean, that's a bold statement. He did get. He genuinely didn't get. I, we've been watching a lot, and now you watch it more back. And I yeah, look, no, yeah match quality wise, Batista at WrestleMania 23. I'm telling you, right, that was. Yeah, <laughs> kid, I loved American Badass. Yeah. I see. The more I think about it, he was just he was just like angry Maga Dad when he yeah, American he was, Badass. Was it a big, big Trump Pence flag now? Wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> just clever, clever, fraud. Thinking yeah. that the government one of them spied him when basically all he does is goes to the shop once a week. Yeah. Your go. life's not that interesting. Take the vaccine. You know what I mean? <laughs> as you as you tell us that you're not taking it by posting on an iPhone, which has all your location signs on it. It's gonna go another rant here, isn't it? Should we should we move around, Peter, just in case? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, very, it's all homelessness. <laughs> what 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 do we make as well of the of the casket? I mean. Um, it, we didn't need to see Undertaker nailing it in. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What were the rules, brother? Because why are they pinning him? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, why was he pinning him? <laughs> yeah, that is true. I assume this was I the first get, I clip of Hogan saying that. I just get me sound confused by rules. <laughs> I assume this was the first casket match. I think so, yeah. It was. But was it, it, was, so, it, was, it was, was it the aim? I could work out. It's the aim. Was to get him in a casket, which is what I thought it was at first. But then maybe that's because I've seen him afterwards. But then he pinned him, and I was like, right. So it's the punishment you end up in the casket. You know what I mean? Like, 
But it looked like he had to pin him and then put him in the casket. Did he just pin him by accident? I think so. Because I don't recall Kamala going for a pin. No, I don't. Did anyone go for a pin before that pin? No, and I'm pretty sure Vince is just like, oh, it's a, after the tombstone, there's a pin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> then like, but they have strange rules, don't they? Around this yeah. time, because there's, there's a false count anywhere match. I think it's just made a ten, where you can pin him anywhere, and you've got 30 seconds to get out to the ring. They also have, um, you know, you can... And a flag match. The rules are different every fucking time, are they? You can flag. also go over the top of a cage or go through the door. So Yeah. Just, but yeah. So, um, yeah, I just... That's what Kogan says. What were, what were the rules, brother? <laughs> I mean, basically, the end of this match is the end comes into into play, Taker uses it, then it's him with a tombstone. Genuinely, nothing else happens. It's five minutes... And then Taker nails it short, and even then he's not that good at hitting the nails. No, no, this no, splits in the wood. Yeah, it does. I liked him. Rock. I liked him it, uh, nailing it short. I thought it just gave it that little bit more creepiness. I just think it went on too long, and then they just completely no sold it when they were about to come into him. Someone's no, just, someone's just genuinely coughing. Lightning bolts set on fire and all that should happen really. But I, I thought it was quite a cool image watching the Undertaker actually nail the casket short. It looks pretty old school because now nowadays it just slams the yeah it just slams well, it's it, a different it? type of casket now I know I guess that yeah, was like an old school yeah. coffin wasn't it well, it was a coffin match I guess rather than a casket it was match. a coffin not casket so that's how old school it was Big David gave it a dud yeah so it's not happened and Tick wasn't very good was he to be fair you're limited with three and a half minutes as well yeah. when did when did old school become old school because he just went oh look at this. What about it? Did it as um? Did you not do it as me, Matt Callis? Yeah, but it can't. Yeah, but when did it become like known as old school? That I don't was, like. That I hate that name. Eight point six of a uh, on the slammer meter. I think it's quite a strange maneuver. I hate the name old school. They meant me, Matt Callis. Was like the. <laughs> yeah, man. Did you know his nickname backstage was Wendy? Yeah, because of his ginger hair. Yeah. And he looked like the Wendy's thing, didn't he? Wendy, some more journey, just I understood that reference. Yeah, I did not understand that. Oh my god! Well, that ninjas. You really need to re- keep it saying the current product. When I say current yeah. product, I mean one three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was that the best casket match we've ever seen? No. No, it was uh, Rusev versus Undertaker. Greatest right on the line. No, that's where you're wrong because it's Mark Henry versus Undertaker because it's got Mark Henry in it. What's the Kane? Just Kane. Randy oh, Orton and Taker have one. Yeah, okay. they did. With Bob Orton as well. Randy Orton nearly sets himself on fire. Oh, yeah, because he puts too much thing underneath. It's too yeah. special, that. This was the first casket match. Coffin. Yeah. Coffin. Coffin. I figured so, because they didn't, they didn't know the rules. It might, <laughs> yeah. they, said it on, they said it on live as well. Yeah. Said it on the air five times. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you didn't have many gimmick matches at this point, did you? No. Just think, like, at this point in wrestling, like, a ladder match didn't happen yet. I not even happened yet. Yeah, it's cool. No, we've got. Imagine that a nightstick on a pole match came before a ladder match. Yeah. Also, at Survivor Series 1994, Yokozuna, <laughs> Undertaker versus Yokozuna casket match, and Chuck Norris was a special outside referee. That's the, that's the sort of content you need, isn't it? <laughs> was that WrestleMania? We're doing that in April. No, it's Survivor Series 94. Oh, we're doing that next, next year. Then. Next year. <laughs> I'll write it down. Right, let's move on then. To go back to Sean Mooney. We interview with Sean Michaels backstage. More towels. 
Just covered is in it, towels now. Towel count, normally we're on no eight or something. 67. I mean, Michael has some good points here. He's just beat uh, British Bulldog for the Continental title and says he can beat Bret Hart because Hart beat Bulldog and Michael's beat, Bull- and Michael's beat Bulldog. No. He's also got business in the front Bulldog beat Hart at the back, hasn't he? Bulldog beat Hart and Michael's beat Bulldog. So yeah. there we go. But business in the front, party at the back. Yeah, but, yeah. I didn't realise it was a single star this early, to be honest. No, neither did I. I think he'd only, he must have only just done he'd it. He'd only just he did uh, put the Matt feud, didn't he? With Matt, old Matt, didn't he? Yeah, and then um, he makes his way to the ring, and then we get Bret Hart interview with Mean Gene, and then um, for a change, Bret Hart's real serious. Real serious and bitter about his long career at this point. And he also told us, Thanksgiving, a real special day. <laughs> Good thanks. <laughs> I mean, they're going on about how many times he's, you know, defended the belt, but one of the times against the Mountie, so does that count? Yeah, he won it in a house show, didn't he? Yeah, he did not beat Rick Flair for the old, yeah, the old house yeah, show. Yeah, So we'll get into the actual match itself. Uh, this is Shawn Michaels against Bret Hart for the WWF title, champion versus champion, but the Intercontinental title, which Michaels holds, isn't on the line. Um, this. It goes 26 minutes. Is widely regarded as Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart's best ever match. Oh, okay. Right. Agree? Okay. What, um, what do you think? Which one would you say was better? I don't know, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, between, match? between mm, yeah, nah, nah. I don't know. Nah. The thing with this is, there's there's a style of wrestling at this time that involves a lot of wrestles and not a lot of fast-paced action, and this match was still, again, a lot of rest holds and things like that. It's the, You look at the style of wrestling here to what it was like, Montreal screw job in just a few short years to sort of two th- early 2000s to what it is now. It's so far away from anything after this point. It's crazy, in my opinion. So I don't think it's probably their best match. I... I don't. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say there, I, I, it does in my head. Uh, what I got from that was you're comparing wrestling now to this match, so you're no, saying no, I'm not. What I'm, match. Saying, what I'm saying is at this point, you do from this point in this era, there was a lot of rest holds that you saw like in the Tatanka Rick Martel match, yep. and it transferred over to this one, and then it to me it didn't make for as good a match as what it would have done potentially five years down the line. But they didn't have that many more matches after. I think this is probably the best match of these two I've seen. It was all right. I think some I th- some of it was good, and I think there was a little bit that was maybe a little bit on the boring side for me. They but didn't have that many matches. The, at the start, um, Shawn Michaels is held down by Bret Hart, isn't he? and he proper kicks off. I don't know if that Shawn Michaels just been a bit of a dick at the time, or him just playing the character. Because obviously, I don't know what sort of dickhead level Shawn Michaels was at at this point. I don't think he was like in full dick mode yet, was no, he? No, but you could tell he was sort of going that way a little bit, I think, couldn't you? I think he had a bit of the attitude, didn't he? Yeah. He wasn't a big star, was he? You could tell yeah. he was making him a big star, though, the fact he was world and IC title. Well, sorry, going for the world while having the IC title. Yeah. Didn't It felt weird, this match, like because it didn't feel like it was happening. <laughs> it felt it like did... the main event was that tag match early on. Yeah. And it was the like, crowd... oh, we've also got this one. The crowd were, were behind Brett, though, I think, weren't they? Yeah, oh, yeah. I like that. The whole thing the crowd is, was quite good. Just to your point that they had better matches afterwards. They had a steel cage match that went 11 minutes on Superstars. 
then they had the Iron Man match at WrestleMania, and then they had Survivor Series match. I think the Iron Man match is better. I don't, I don't think it is because I think our matches are boring. No, I think I've watched it before, and I think there's, a, I think it's just on your edge stuff, or I seem to remember it being. So I think that's probably why I prefer it from memory. I don't think I've ever enjoyed any hour-long Iron Man match. I don't think yeah. I, I don't think I enjoy. Why even when the Undertaker came back, all of a sudden he was a biker and he got disqualified to lose the title, but everyone loved him anyway. Yeah, he looked like a great idiot. Like Because he just stood around going, what? No, I, just, yeah. I don't think I enjoy matches where I know how long they're going to be. It's different. Because it can't end any time, can it? So you've got to wrestle in a different way. Mm. It can still be good, but it's like it's like basketball, isn't it? Like It only gets really exciting in the last like, 10 minutes. Yeah. I, don't, I just I think Iron Man matches are one of, one of the myths. Yeah. No, I think I think they can be good, but they also can be bad. I really I can't really remember that one between them two actually. I, I watched it because it was on WrestleMania, wasn't it? I remember it being really good. I think it was the fact there was drama in it as well, the fact it went to overtime. One for the purists, I would say. But I think that's what Bret Hart was when he he was like he's a wrestling purist guy. Obviously, he wasn't the megastar because this was kind of like WWF's lowest form of like. This is widely appeal regarded as of, one of the worst years of WWF, isn't it? Yeah, up until like now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just one way. It's just like, yeah, it's one for the purists, I think. The problem is that they were they were riding on the back of Hulkamania and they didn't really seem to have that style that would step up until... And then Brett was trying to fill that void, wasn't he? Yeah. That, that was, that was the, the issue. With that sub-thumping promo of... Um, Thanksgiving's a great time to, to give thanks. Well, when else would you give thanks, Lou? All the time. To be grateful. Brett, a little sad. And also, it's Canadian. And Canadian Thanksgiving's like in October, isn't it? Is it earlier? Is it earlier? Yeah. Well, October before that, November. Is that the same thing, isn't it? Because in, in Thanksgiving, like, to do with Native the Americans pilgrims. and the Pilgrims getting on or something like that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but they've got to Canada a different time, haven't they? Did that, did, has <laughs> that just happened to happen in Canada and Montpellier? I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I thought it was it was a good match. Like, I don't know, but it's never never really been my style. Like, as we've as we've established many times on this show, like my star ratings and melters don't line up <laughs> particularly. Because I'm just not a wrestling fan. I'm a sports entertainment fan, I think. Oh, controversial. No, but like you know what I mean. Like when it's just like, oh, he did like a he did a hole, he did a hole. Like I'm just there for story. That's why I, I enjoyed see. like last week so yeah. so much. You'd never see someone get battered on the. That's end why of the I show. enjoyed um, Halloween having '95 the most of any pay per view we watched so far because it was just just class on it. Greatest pay per view of all time. You're definitely going to disagree with Meltzer's star rating on this. Oh, I think he was like four and a half today. Yeah, he did. I yeah, think it's it far too high. That's his thing, and that's what he likes. Who would we say is better then? Michaels or Bret Hart? Michaels. Well, Bret Hart's a friend of the show, so let's be careful what we say. Yeah. Careful that he is. He's already, you know... Just I'm, not saying dis- I'm not saying I dislike Bret Hart, I just prefer Shawn Michaels. <laughs> any, yeah. any particular reason? Um, I think he just put on better matches, and I think he was more entertaining as a character than Bret Hart. And Mr. C, is that Lance Storm and Bret Hart? Yeah. <laughs> like, like Lou said, Maybe he's a purist, <laughs> It's very um, he's straight and twisted now. Yeah, which puts it that yeah. I always wonder. Except when he's in The Simpsons. Well, yeah. like House of Pencil the Geek. I'll <laughs> take it. I was wonder if it had been Bret Hart who come back instead of Shawn Michaels, would he have been 
around as long. Shawn Michaels yeah. revitalised his career though as well, didn't he? He had like I think he revitalised his character and his reputation as well, didn't he? That yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. And I think you look at that second run and how good it was as well really adds to Shawn Michaels. Whereas I don't think Bret Hart had a good WCW run particularly, which maybe tarnishes his reputation a little bit. And obviously Goldberg massively hindered that by, well, ending his career. Also, let's not well, forget... I, I, think, um, I think Bret Hart's let the Montreal thing define him too much. Yeah. yeah. Bret Hart also ruined the main event between um, Sting and Hogan. He just, there, was a fault, reason, was there was a reasonable count and Bret Hart just said, no, I'm not having it that way. <laughs> Not like this. Not another screw job. <laughs> like, the screw job, I think, was one of the worst things to have in wrestling. Not because somebody got screwed up there, but the it fact that Vince. it was. What? It, it, yeah, Vince, get, it, it did get his Vince, but I think that probably would have come out anyhow. Um, but the fact it was, what, 23 years ago, and they still do the finish now. Yeah, I mean, it's it. been overdone now. I hate it. Yeah, I'll give you that. He's been that. overdone. That's the problem. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's refreshing to watch ones before 97 where it's never happened before so you just get a finish. We saw it, didn't we? Literally last week in this with the screwy finish. Yeah, they couldn't help themselves the year after. He then goes to WCW and they mention it there, screw job, and then they do it again. And then for some strange reason Charles Robinson does it on Natalia. Yeah, that was random. Yeah. But that's the thing though. Terry Long did it on Undertaker. <laughs> Same punk. It just happens all the time. It's just like, oh, well, we get it. It's yeah. one of them things that needs to go away for a few years. Forever. Mm-hmm. It's been done now. Let's move on. No, you can do it again, just after, after a while. Like it repeats. Or just do like, it somewhere um, else. Don't do it as a virus series. Cause it's so t- everyone knows what's going to happen. So anybody gets put in the sharpshooter as a virus series, oh, someone's going to ring for the bell now. Well, Teddy Long did a breaking point. I knew his stuff. Yeah, Teddy Long's a jackass. Oh, oh. <laughs> going one on one with the take other on. <laughs> oh, am I? Or am I going to a tag team match? Oh, nice. Right, that's like 70. He should know better, Teddy Long. He was a referee. Yes. Yeah. Let's just go f- to the finish of this match, uh, pretty much. Oh, no, before we get there, there was a great line by Heenan where he says Michael should be awarded the title on points. <laughs> Heenan all the way through, which is great stuff. <laughs> Brett kicks out of the teardrop suplex, which is Sean's finisher before the super kick. I was thinking that we yeah. we, answered, we didn't he, see a switch in music. He yeah. used to do the super kick and then do this finish. Also, his music was mad, wasn't it? It was Sherry, wasn't it? it was Sherry Mattel did it, yeah. Good old Shezza. He was, was he not splitting up over it around this time? Yeah, and he referenced it briefly in the promo. That should not be he said she was all. injured, didn't she? Yeah. So Brett's kicked out of the of the suplex. Uh, Michaels then jumps off the top rope and is caught in the sharpshooter. Uh, I thought it was a nice little finish, that. Did he tap? Cause there was no, one... they, they, they never tapped to this point. They just, they, they, they just said I give up to the ref, didn't they? Because there was one yeah. point earlier in the match where he's banging his hand on the floor in frustration. And I, if I was a ref, I would have called that as a tap. Yeah, no, tapping only came in when the UFC came in, really. So I think Ken Chamrock was the first person to actually tap people out. Right. But yeah, right. which is weird to think about. Like, yeah, I think it was like 97 before people tapped out in wrestling. Before yeah. you just had to give up. Yeah. Well, no one yeah. liked doing it, did they? Yeah, for submissions. So that was 26 minute. Bret Hart's the champion, serious guy. Obviously, loves the serious stuff. <laughs> uh, so of course, what should we do next? Fucking Shawn Michaels hasn't even left the ring. Santa's on his way down. Um, he celebrates with Bret Hart, puts a Santa hat on him, and then we get some fake snow. 
Uh, I never realised what the show was from. I, I I put this on my Instagram like four years ago on Christmas Day one day. I thought it was funny. A picture of that. <laughs> I've never seen this before. I didn't realise it was actually from this show. Christ, what is going on here? Why? It's nearly it's the world of Christmas. We'll do it. We'll do it with someone else. Don't don't we champion? Brass champion. He's celebrating oh, Christmas. All the fans. God, it was awful. That's yeah, was wrong it won the best. It was terrible. Yeah, really. Santa should come down on a sleigh from the rafters. <laughs> Picked up Brad, and they both just kind of floated off again. On a sleigh. It would have been great if it was um, the Goldberg iteration of Santa. Start of the field. That would have been good. Yeah. yeah. I love Goldberg at like 12 at this point. Nah, it wouldn't have been that old. It? No, it would have, have been a punk kid, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, come through at 96, didn't it? Yeah, it would have been less than. I don't know, you're going 20. So let's have a look. Oh, I'll spill Goldberg. I'm going to say it's 52 now. 53. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, it's minus 66. So I'll only be here. 26 would have been. Yeah, it'd be alright, wouldn't it? Yeah, it could have done it, yeah. Wouldn't have made any sense, because no one knew who he was. But... <laughs> <laughs> he, could have, he could have done it all. So... Well, yeah, I, I was thinking, though, like, if it, this was like a few years later, Stone Cold would have still in the Senate. <laughs> or it would have been, yeah. Perhaps the film in the sharpshire. Oh, Stone Cold would have been Santa and then yeah, stunned somebody. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought it was going to happen. But no, they just sort of nicely celebrated. And that was the, the guy who plays Santa on WWE now is Mick Foley, isn't he? Obviously, Santa now it's McFarley. Talk about your ass, I think. No, it's true. Well, you you know, you've never noticed it. You never noticed it. He does the soccer but with a stocking. You've lied to us before, though, something. McFarley has got a Christmas room in his house. Check your facts. He loves Christmas. Christmas Speaking of that, you know, we all love Christmas. He's like a professional Santa now. Did you love this pay per view? I didn't mind it. I'd watch the. I'd watch the. Razor Ramon tag match again, and I'd probably watch the main event again to be fair as well. And Head Shrinkers, since you love that match so much. Yeah, and the, and the Head Shrinkers, because I like Coco Bewer's music. Um, but I would yeah. give it a score of 6.5 out of 10. I would actually give it 6.5. There were some good matches, and then there were some that just weren't very good, was there? And But Vince McMahon as well at the end when uh, he goes, ho, 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 pal, as well. Great stuff. And the Heenan woos, don't they? Heenan yeah. has to get the last words. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I'd have given it a six and a half to be fair. I think this one's fully deserved. A little bit that you watch again. Um, and I enjoyed Doink as well. And that guy just going, get out of here! Which I'm disappointed that you two missed. I, I would, I'd give this a five. Because I just wouldn't watch it again. Go on, Luke. There was two decent matches. And I'd, I've seen them now. I don't need to see them again. Yeah, I thought it was alright. It's a pleasant. I won't watch it again, but then it's like the same people most things. But it was a pleasant afternoon's wrestling. I had no, I had no issue with it. Well, I don't like. I don't, oh, I don't like giving. Then you have to give one. Why is it six, six and a half? Six and a half. <laughs> Copy enough pieces. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was just. It was just a pleasant. It wasn't offensive. Pleasant afternoon's it was, wrestling. It was nice. It was, yeah, it was it, good. It was an I easy watch. Yeah, easy watch. It, it was an easy watch. That's what it was. Yeah, it was. Well. I never thought I'd say this, but thank God we're going back to WCW next week. Yes. For World Woo! War Three, nineteen ninety-five. I just want to. I want to watch. I'm. I've come straight around to your way of thinking. I want it to be so bad it's good, or to be actually really good. 
So, yeah, well, either way. Sorry, WCW, World War 3995. You know, the fans love it. The fans go mental for yeah. WCW. They, I don't know whether they like WCW or they like to put us through pain. But this is, I think, will this be the first time we've ever done a pay-per-view that's followed on from a pay-per-view we've done before? I think, I think it so. will. Yeah, I think it will. So we've done Halloween, have a 995. Lucy oh, no, no we did it with um, SummerSlam and um, Unforgiven, didn't we? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's not second time we've done it. No, it's the yeah. first time we've done it with WCW, though. First time we've done it with WCW, then. Let's Woo! get into it. Lou, this is obviously your pick. Um, and why is it? Because there was 60-man battle royale with three wings? I just want to see what happens with the three wings. I don't get the logistics. <laughs> I want to see like how they film it. You know, when they've like one match on it. What, what, what's happening with the three wings? I don't, I don't understand. Where, why are the fans sitting? There's so many rings in the in the arena. Where, where are the fans? It's going to be... Do you know what's going to be horrendous for me to write all the all the eliminations? Yeah, good luck with that. I don't know even on Wikipedia because they give up. So Great. if you write it down, you can you can you can include it on Wikipedia, can't you? Yeah, I'll, I probably won't, but I might. Yeah. So Peters, uh, returns to WCW. You, we've had your pick. Now we've got Lou's. Um, I can already sense you're upset about it. Do you know what? I'm not because. I looked and there's not about 471 matches. There's about a decent amount that go a decent length of time. Yeah, well, that's not always a good thing in WCW. <laughs> well, it's not, but it's better than having Zodiac versus Macho Man Randy Savage for 20 seconds and then that's Macho great. Man goes through to another match. So. But also, to catch your point, we once watched um, Shane Douglas against Pitbull number two for like 18 minutes. Yeah, we did. We did also watch that. We did so, watch that. So longer matches are always better. <laughs> I'm not. Well, yeah, sure. Let's find out. Let's find out. Are you excited for the for the World War Three match? Is it a World War Three match, or is it just called World War Three? Yeah, it's World War Three match, isn't it? Yeah. World War Three match. Are you excited for that, Peters? Yeah, why not? Let's give it a go. <laughs> and then the week after that, um, you didn't ask for it, but we promised it anyhow. WWE ECW. December to this member. Have any of us seen it before? I definitely I ha- have. I remember I, being excited about it. I watched it at the time. I watched it at the time as well. We've all seen it before then, so there's no more shock. I've not watched it since. I've heard rumours and I don't remember it. And you know when you're thinking, is it as bad as what people say it is or is it just one of them things? No, I remember remember it being fucking awful at the time. Yeah, and now I... so disappointing. And I'd sort of remember that. But I'm just thinking now, because there was a bit where apparently one of the competitors didn't even look in the Elimination Chamber like they were counting out. I'm excited to see if that is actually true. I remember watching it at the time. And being so excited because I'd watched every episode of ECW. I was so excited when ECW would come back. Yeah, and I was. Episode, I finally get the pay per view. We had December to December. And I don't think I watched one since. It was atrocious. This was the only ECW pay per view, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was. Um, and it soon become NXT, didn't it? Well, it, no, it lasted for a while, a long time after this. This is 2006, isn't it? So. It went to like the February or March in 2007. It lasted a few more months after this. No, I thought it was longer than that. I'm sure it went to like 2008, 2009. It might. Uh, in so, fact, yeah, it did. In fact, right. I went to an ECW tape in 2009. Yeah, you are. Right. So I, I think it was 2010 it finished. We watched yeah. the Regal match in. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting my, I'm getting my yeah. years mixed yeah. up. 2010, I think it finished. But yeah, this yeah, was the only tape. 2010, it was. Because it went to. Um, they booked another one, but it, they cancelled it. And then they went to try a band in pay per views. This was the. Was it not this the, the lowest? It was always by rate of pay per view. 
Um, February second, yeah. two thousand and ten. Oh no, February sixteenth, two thousand and ten. It finished. Yeah. Um, where Ezekiel Jackson defeated Ezekiel <laughs> the champion Christian. There you go. <laughs> that was the final match of ECW. Master of champion Ezekiel. Zeke. <laughs> Zeke. Classic stuff. Um, on Wikipedia, if you go on the ECW WWE brands, uh, there's a the box that says Legacy, and uh, this is all that's written in the Legacy box. Several ECW wrestlers complained about the WWE version of the promotion. Former wrestler Jazz said that the WWE version was a watered-down version of ECW. Ah, Jazz. <laughs> <Did> you... There you go. <laughs> so, thanks for that, Jazz. Uh... Jazz. <laughs> so everyone can get excited for that, you know, because wrestling around, we don't break promises. We also don't do Royal, Battle Royale at the Albert Hall. Sorry. Just stop asking us. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but that was Survivor Series. That was that was the end of our little Survivor Series series. You have to join us next year where we'll actually maybe do some Survivor Series matches. Yeah, we'll, we'll do our research better. Yeah. yeah. yeah there were two good shows. Two good shows. Like, All right, shows. Yeah. Complain. Different shows. shows. No, notable shows. Do you know what I mean? I did enjoy yeah. Deadly Games last week. So. Yeah, it's good. They were good. I enjoyed this one. I enjoyed last week's far, but this one was pleasant. Yeah. Excellent. So, so we got return to, to WCW next week. Say, Peters, where can we find you on social media? You can find me, Bell Nation on Twitter, Tezfish Pod on Twitter, Bell Nation on YouTube, twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation, and RL92 on the gram. And Tezpod Fishing. I said that. Tezfish Pod. <laughs> It should be Tess Podfish now. Tess Tess Shrimp Pod. Tess Shrimp Pod. Tess Shrimp. Tess Goose. Tess. Tess for Tess. Something else? Was there another one? That's a few. Tess Pez. Tess Pez. Oh my god, that's what we need to do. When we get big enough, there should be a Pez holder of Terry Peters. Oh god, that's terrifying. Pez is. Pez is, yeah. That's that cat. I think I've had one. What, what is a pez? Is it a mint or chewy? It's no. It's like a little soft. It's like a little sweet, little candy thing in it. Yeah, it's like a fizzer. Is it like them fruity mentos? No. No, it's like a fizzer or a palm violet style thing. All right. There you go. There we go. Lou, where can we find you? Uh, just Apart from the local Pez Isle of your supermarket. Yeah, Pez Isle. Uh, just at Lou Macam on the, uh, the the medias, social medias. You can find me on Twitter at the Ross M. You can find us all on Twitter and Instagram as at Arrest Around, WRES Around. You can find us on Facebook at Wrestling Around Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, Wrestling Around. You can find us anywhere you find podcasts. But you already know that because you're listening, I guess. Yeah. Tell <laughs> your tell, friends. Tell your mates. Tell your mates and then get them to listen and then get them to tell them it and then we'll soon have the whole world, which is what we all need. If you've got any reviews are you want to um it's just more for people offering the seltzers now um but there's yeah this is the email address <laughs> yeah wrestling around outlet.com we will be very uh very happy if you're maybe if you're just like a amateur seltzer maker brewer, seltzer enthusiast yeah is it grower. A brewer? you brew it you brew it and you grow it it's a grower <laughs> <laughs> down the old fam. <laughs> so, um, i don't know what the term for normal drinks is not brewing, is it? You don't brew old. But if you create, uh, create. you create. Yes, you would brew because it's got alcohol in it. So yeah. yeah, if you're a homemade amateur seltzer creator Provider. slash brewer, um, then you you want us to test it out. Then by all means, drop us an email and um, Lou will do it live on the show. I will. 
just make sure it's nice because that'd be embarrassing for everyone with it. Also, yeah. oh, make sure yeah. it's absolutely wine sources. Yeah, send them all the wine sources you've got. Um, that's a, that's all our social medias. That's everyone in it. We're all on the stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for joining us, Terry Peters. Thanks for joining us, Lou. Thank you. And thank you everybody for listening. And join us next week because we all know you want it. A return of WCW for World War Three, nineteen ninety-five. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.